You are about to enter the realm of Erzheimel, a magical land full of great treasures, warring nations, and dark dangers. But before that, this is the voice of Winry, your halfling sorceress. And you're about to listen to the audio podcast version of our show, D6 Santide. If you wish to watch the original broadcast of D6, episodes go live on Sundays at 9am PST, or 12pm EST, on the Patreon and the following week on the D6 YouTube channel. Afterward, the audio versions are released here on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast platforms. Saturday at 6am PST, or 9am EST. Now, whether you are listening to this at work, driving, or prefer the audio format, Please remain aware of your surroundings and listen to your podcast responsibly. Thank you all, and let's get into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to D6, where I, RGM, bring together several friends from across the internet, play on a D&D show. We're back! Woohoo! Ain't better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Take me higher! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, before we get into today's session, I got a few announcements. Um, because we are actually filming back-to-back for a little while up until the 17th. So, for those of you... Uh, who don't know, we usually try and backlog some of our episodes, so that way we have some uh, some leeway. But for right now, we're just going to be filming until the winter season and the uh, Christmas break. Um, as I have announced over on our Twitter, and I believe Blue Sky as well, um, we when we leave for winter break, we probably will not be back until the end of January due to uh, the complicated business of New Year and events and all that fun stuff. So, if you're looking to try and catch up for D6 over the Christmas break, will probably be the best time. Alrighty then. Uh, let's see. Uh, all the YouTube uploads or all the YouTube shorts content is finally all uploaded. They will have been released by the time this episode comes out. So, yeah, just letting everybody know that's all caught up. Uh, down below is a link to our Patreon, which, if you guys want to assist us in making the show and all that fun stuff, uh, joining the Patreon is probably the best way you can do that. I am currently working on releasing a massive, uh, document called Firearms of Erzsey Heimel, or, uh, the Erzsey Heimel's Firearm Magazine. It will include a bunch of brand new weapons, uh, three brand new rules, a whole bunch of subclasses. I got four subclasses coming up. One for, uh, one for, I believe, Bloodhunter, redesigning the fighter, and releasing one for Ranger as well as Warlock. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. I am relatively sure it will be an interesting document because of the wild and creative shit that comes out of my mind. Um, 
Man, you have been a busy In the boy. meantime, <laughs> very busy. Uh, in the meantime of that meantime, uh, we should have released the uh, the Rittermagus documents. I'm trying to remember if... No, I don't think I have the art for the Rittermagus just yet. So the Rittermagus will be coming out soon. I promise it will be very out. soon. <laughs> yeah, very, very soon. Uh, it will have a familiar NPC uh, for the cover. And um, also with it being December, we are going to be releasing the uh, Oath of the Wyvern uh, Paladin for free, but still downloadable over on our Patreon. And then in January, we will release the Oath of uh, Oath of the Kisasutai. Uh <clears throat> See anything else? Uh, D six wise. Uh oh. Uh, by the by, and this is just something that I like to kindly, politely ask. Um, to those of you who do not know and do watch the show because uh, you guys are absolutely wonderful and thank you for spending your time on us um, there are many of you who are yet to be subscribed to the YouTube channel uh, still? S- still uh, a good chunk of our audience is actually not subscribed to our YouTube How channel dare for they. shame mm. For shame. they must not like their kneecaps for shame mm. uh, but uh, it really helps not just only us mentally, but also it helps us algorithmically uh, if you do subscribe and liking our videos. And it really actually keeps this system going in hopes that we actually do grow more over the course of the next couple of years. This is probably one of my favorite projects to work on, and I want to see it grow, as everyone usually would. So to those of you who are unsubscribed... Hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon, so that way you get notified when we upload. Uh, but you guys know what our schedule is. So. <laughs> All right. Or at least we hope so by now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys so that being said, so. I think that covers everything. Uh, nothing else to really announce just yet. Are we sure? Well, if I can, uh, if I can throw in there. Oh, yes. Uh, because we're all uh, caught up with uh, the shorts and everything at the moment, uh, our TikTok is also all caught up at the moment. So, hey, if you want to see some of the silly glimpses, uh, by all means, uh, we've captured some of our favorite moments in there. And uh, I've seen a few pieces of fan art from uh, some fans out there. Uh, particular shout out to Scarlet, who has been consistently doing a lot of fan art, especially on TikTok. So, hey, thumbs up yeah. to you. We have official yeah. Sam fan art now, actually. Yeah, because you're an amazing person. Oh yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I loved the bit with uh with is it French or yes. what's French? What's French? <laughs> what's French? I think it's like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But yes. So thank uh, you again, Scarlett. You are absolutely amazing. Yep. And if you want to see all the crazy stuff that goes on on the TikTok, uh, by all means, go check that out. Yeah. It should be it should be somewhere in the links. Yeah, we look forward to your uh, time spent on us. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, I think that's everything. Uh, thank you, Kendra, uh, because you run the TikTok and that's so much more that's so much yeah. more work that I don't have to do. Uh, so 
That said, I think it's time we finally get into today's session of D6. Alrighty, let us get to here. Right. <clears throat> music good? Everyone can hear? Yep, I don't hear any music. I don't hear music. Oh, it's just low. Yeah, there it is. There it is. I was like, no, not my headphones. They were perfectly <laughs> new. All right. So oh, it stopped. Sorry. Right. Okay. So. Where we had last left off. As the Astral Corsairs leave Yimnin a little more tattered than before, having a test of their souls, as well as a confrontation with an old ally turned bitter after years of pain and catharsis, you all head and make your way out to the east as you decide to sail through the Arden Channel before you're stopped by a uh, a barricade in hopes that you might be able to cross through the barricade you needed to discuss with the general that is heading the fort nearby. Finding an old ally, you all found yourselves quickly having a meal before all had turned to chaos as barrels had exploded and you had all fallen and hit pretty hard. That is where we're going to begin as the lot of you regain your senses. As you notice walking through a massive hole that was made through the stonework a individual heavily cloaked along with two very tall and heavily armored individuals walk through Cotton, Mirad, uh, Rolai, and Winry as you are all kind of regathering your senses and having been spread out <laughs> amongst the room after the explosion. Mirad, as you fall closer to what looks like to be a hallway, you hear... Some of you would hear the voice of a young female come out from the cloaked individual. Alright, people, come on. We got a lieutenant and a general to kill. As she begins to saunter in one direction towards that hallway. However, Holly, as you are being slung over and kind of just being carried away from what looks like to be the burning flames of what was that top floor and the, uh, the balcony had fallen completely over into what looks like to be the courtyard, having been carried away in order to avoid the flames by Alexis, you run into what looks like to be an immediate 
onslaught of several guards as well as army men fighting as you two suddenly run into what looks like to be these other two individuals looking to hurt the both of you. Sorry. And with that, I need everyone to roll me initiative. Oh boy. Oh boy, hot off the block. A whole six! <laughs> I landed on a one. I got a two. I don't know why you wanted to do worse than me. Not just laughing oh, that yeah. I landed on a one. I'm changing out that dice. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For me. A nice, uh, what's solid, your deck score? Uh, 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 Connor, what's your deck score? Uh, my dex is plus one. But what's your score? Oh, 12. 12? Okay. A solid five. Why are y'all trying to be worse than me? This is bad. Listen, we didn't try. It's just D&D Beyond. And then Winry is a two. Yep. And then Holly is a 13. 13. And then and Rolex on the floor. <laughs> and I'm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> This one is. We don't have any bonuses, so we are nine. Alrighty. With that, it is now top of the round. Let's have a wait. And. Murad, as an individual is walking towards your general direction, you see them kind of look at, like, your body as you're kind of just, like, slumped over and trying to gain your footing. You see as they step over you and try to walk past you. So want to take a attack of opportunity? Happily. Get their ankles. Okay. Dabby time. Take out their All ankles. All right, keep in mind. You are prone, so your attack rolls are at a disadvantage. Uh, they also get advantage in attacking you if you're prone. Let me double check um, some of my abilities. Um, let's see, I can use a bonus action to disengage, but I don't think I can use it to stand up. No. I mean, well, you're this just is doing an attack an opportunity. opportunity. Okay, not gotcha. your turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, then I'm just gonna use the daydream. Okay. It doesn't hurt to try. Come on, daydream. Right. Twenty-five to heat. There it is. Hey. Disadvantage. It's at disadvantage. Oh, just, Remember that because uh, you're prone. Right. Come on, daydream. Uh, twenty-six to hit. Hey. Okay. Let me see the damage. Nice. So that is uh, six points. Uh of uh, slashing damage. I don't think the daydream has any additional bonuses. No, that's the other blade. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think I can do uh, an offhand attack while pr- uh, attack of opportunity. Yeah, uh, unfortunately not. All right. So it's just those six points. As you 
literally just roll over and draw the blade as you go and cut. You cut the back of the boot and you can see it cuts in and does leave a little bit of bleeding, but they don't look like they got hurt, but they do stop and acknowledge that there's pain in the leg. Before the small figure who's definitely somewhere around five foot six looks down at you. Ooh, this one has gusto. Alright, I'll play. And she goes and she grabs you and then lifts you to your feet. Oh boy. Thanks. <laughs> and strong, you look strong for a gal. Jeez. Five foot six, Damn. she's little. As she brings it you to your feet. It's like, it's like, all right. So I'm going to teach you a quick lesson. Always watch the hands. As she flings the right arm, you see suddenly appearing is a short sword as it goes to stab you. <laughs> okay. Where am I in relation to this? Yeah, you I, are I think I see. Right here. Technically, you're supposed to be on the stable. Right here. Oh, oh uh. fuck. And that's going to be her bonus action. As she thrusts it, and then she moves the hand back, it's gone. Okay. And she's all like, you got to remember, as a rogue, you got to watch the hands. Mm-hmm. Before suddenly you feel something touch your lower abdomen. So the first one is going to be a 22 to hit. Ouch. Okay. No, uh, it's yes. too high. And then a natural 20. Oh, oh God. We'll shift on the natural 20. Roll shit on the natural twine? Yeah, re-roll that. Just roll lay on the table. Chrono shift! <laughs> Alright. Uh, wanna know what? I'm gonna use one of their abilities. Good! Good! Dun, We're making them use their abilities. Let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see, I don't I have believe. That, but I do have that. Okay. Ah, just a moment. I'm going to use their ability. (laughs) I'm going to use their ability, Stroke of Luck. What? And oh my god, I'm a high level rogue. I'm going to change that twelve into a natural twenty again. Can you promise that twice? And that's going to be the one with all the, uh, the nice assault damage. So, as suddenly you hear the pang of two shots through your abdomen. First off, you're taking three points of cold damage. Okay. And then you're taking... Twelve points of piercing damage, so fifteen points in total. And as for that second shot, ah shit! <laughs> I wonder if this will just kill you outright. I mean, like I don't have uh, the rogue uncanny dodge. I can't survive much. I am still very much a. Technically like, a level four, like, like you and you, I. It depends on if you just proc sneak attack from a twentieth level rogue. Yeah. I mean, like, if they have allies around them, then most likely. 
Yeah. <clears throat> 31. 31 times 2. Oh god. Yeah, I'm dead. Like, uh, flat. Dead. Dead? Because right. I only have 40, 41 max HP. Alright. And right before you drop, she, she grabs your shoulder. Like I said, watch the hands. And suddenly you feel a sharp pain through your entire heart. As seeing as that is a automatic crit as you die. I mean, yeah, like, uh, so. Hey, Beltania, you want to come out and help? I don't think she can <laughs> in this instance. How many, uh, how many fails do you have right now? I don't know. Well, Wait, well, if you, if you went over, if you went into the negatives with your max HP, you're just, you're what, just what, what was your HP already? Before my HP was at a 17, and then 17. I only have 41 max HP. So if it's times two, that's like 62 points of damage. I am dead. Dead. I'm, right. I'm dead, dead. <laughs> so. As you fall into the arms as the sword goes through your heart. What would you like to say? What? I mean, I thought I would last at least one turn longer. But as a reactionary just trying to reactionary get at someone's ankles, I didn't really have a chance to watch the hands, so... Is that it? I don't have much else to say other than just I'm just waking up and I just fall into darkness again. As Cotton, you see from across the room, drop to his knees. You hear the massive thump hit the ground before the whole body falls over and you see behind him is this floating blade that returns back to the hand and then it is swiftly put under the cloak before the body turns around puts their hands behind their back and then skips away That will be the end of that turn. Now, let's get this turn. I'm sorry, did we just lose? Yeah, you You're just right? lost a player I mean, in I mean, that's like what a reactionary you, round. <laughs> that's what happens when you're fighting a 20th level rogue. So. Well, I don't know. Where, you see one of the guards go over, and you see as Rudius turn over and you see as one of the large spears come over and try and stab him. Not Rudy! 
<laughs> First one's gonna hit. Second one's also gonna hit. Not Rudy, no! Oh. That's gonna be 20 points together. Rudy's still alive, but just barely. As you see, as the large spear enters in Rudy, pulls back and then slams again and then pulls back. Probably the end of that turn. Holly, you are over yeah. here. Okay, um, did Alexis take any damage that I can see? Alexis took half damage from the fall and the fire. Uh, she is currently, she's currently at mm, not mortal, uh, bloody. Okay, and I can't see any of the the group from where I am. You cannot. Okay. Um. For right now, I'm going to use Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to, are we being currently attacked? Yes. There are two individuals armored and blades in hand trying to assault you too. Okay. And then I will sink my hand axes into the closest one to me. Okay. Uh, it's a 20 to hit on the hand axe. hit. Two damage. Two? Two. Where's your modifier? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Like, are you... Strength or death? Didn't space? add the modifier. That's weird. What's oh, your? Oh wait, hang on. Is this an offhand attack? Because you're using. I, oh wait, no. Cure wounds. Yeah, I'm using cure wounds on one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. Yeah, then you should be adding. What is it? Your strength modifier to your damage roll. If it's strength, it's a plus zero. It just uh, says one d six. Yeah. I think hand axes are finesse weapons. Melee. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I just have been playing Leodon for too long. Maybe. Oh, no, they are not finesse these, weapons. These are the Hermes hand axes, too, so they're not even just regular hand axes. They are melee weapons. Yeah, the, if, then if your strength mod is zero, then yeah, it would, it would just be the two. Yeah, just two damage. Huh? 
We're just baby level fives, really, dude. Come on. Alright. No, it's alright. Alrighty. That's the end of that turn. That's all I can do for now. Alright. I don't want to waste too much. Cotton. Uh huh. I'm sorry for the quiet, guys. I didn't expect a character to die just now. Uh, no, I, I don't think it's I don't okay. think I think any of us expected quietly. that. Yeah. Kind of dealing right. with it. So, uh, thirteen to hit. No. Nope. Eighteen. That does, and he's gonna. She's gonna hit him with the uh, gift of the gem dragon. Okay. It's gonna be fourteen points of slashing damage. Fourteen. And then he needs to make a strength check. Yes. Seventeen. That's obviously going to beat it for now, but he's still taking damage. Um, It is 2d8. But it's halved, but it's still. So, 8, so he's taking 4 psychic. Sorry? No, force damage. Alrighty. Good to know. As you push back on. This being that stabs into you, and as it bursts out, you see as they get moved a bit before not exactly sure what it is that they're attacking. As the light flickers, as there is a shake that they begin to notice. A a shake? Shape. Oh, shape. Yes. Alrighty. And that will be the end of all the night's turns. It is now Roloy and Alexis is on deck. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, so I'm I'm on top of that table. Yes. I'm gonna use half my movement to stand up. All right. On the table or on the floor? Um, I'll, I'll go on the floor. Why not? Oh, okay. I'm probably not staying on that table. Um, Winry is right here. So- that's Winry right there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. And how many knights are with us in the room right now? Uh, two. Okay. And you also have one that survived the explosion over here. Uh, but that's more likely an ally. Gotcha. All right. I'm looking at the knights that don't appear to be on our side. Uh, that big entrance where Murad's corpse lay. Is that is that just a big hole in the wall now? No, that is a pathway that leads into a hallway. Gotcha. Yep. Um... Fuck. In this case, um... Malloy is going to raise his hands in the air, and he's going to begin to slow the flow of time. Uh, and I'm going to cast Slow. Uh, this is a 40-foot cube. Okay. And, and can... all of our enemies need to make wisdom saving throws. So, 40-foot cube. 40-foot cube. Okay, so that's 10, so I'm gonna say... 
Oh, that's 10, that's 20. Yeah, it's gonna get get them both. Yeah. So All right, they both need to make wisdom saving throws. Wisdom saves. They're actually not good at that. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> Suffer. Uh, ten and thirteen. They both fail. They're both slowed. Um, that means it's silly. Uh, they have minus two to their AC and their dexterity saving throws. They cannot take reactions. And on their turn, they can only use an action or a bonus action, not both. Oh, okay. Well, given they've already had their turns, at least, we don't have to worry about them this turn. And, uh... Oh, man, I don't have anything inventory that will help in this situation. Roloy's gonna have a, a bit of a odd look in his eyes. He looks towards Murad and he looks over at Cotton. Oh, Cotton's about uh, to lose it. You know now. We need to get him and leave! Uh, and I'm going to just put myself into the... Um, actually, that that one knight that's in the corner who looks friendly, I'll, I'll go ahead and put myself a bit closer to him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can only get that far because half your movement. Are you gonna get what's his face up though? What's whose face? Uh, Rudy. Oh my God, Rudy! My brain Rudy died. Rudy. I I mean I I slowed them. I can't really do anything else. Uh, that was my action. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll st- I'll stay close to Winry. Actually, I'll sort of interpose myself between the knights and her. Okay. And that will be... So where's Rudy? He's right here. He's right, so right small. Right behind Aaron's head. Right okay. behind Aaron's head right now. Uh, <laughs> Alright, and who's in the fire behind Cotton? Uh, that is a dead body. Okay, I just want to make sure I knew where everything is. Sorry. Yeah. Pretty cool. Dead body. <laughs> Alrighty. Da-da-da. Alright, and that's the end of Roley's turn. It is yes. Alexis. Uh, she... She's going to use a bonus action, and she's going to manifest an Echo. Echo Knight. <sighs> I'll lose you, Echo Knight. Tell me about you the echo. So tell me about Echo Knights. I, I don't know what they are. Echo Knights are fighters that can create copies of themselves. Ooh. Yes. They yeah. can say no twice. Ooh. They they're capable of being able to pull uh, untamed timelines and create a echo version of themselves that assists in a fight. Dunamancy shit. Yep. Alrighty, and with that. Da-da-da, and 
and then... Oh no wait, that's not a bonus action, that's just something she does. Alright, and then she's gonna make two attacks, and then... Do... yeah. That's gonna hit. That's definitely gonna hit. As she and her echo begin to cut into the other guard that is uh, that is attacking you two, she manages to get them down to a near mortal state uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah, Go she's dangerous Alexis. for a reason. She's a baddie. She's a bad bitch. Alrighty, and that is going to be Alexis's turn. It is now this soldier's turn. Ah, shit. Is that good shoulder or sh- soldier good, or bad? Good soldier, good. I believe. Oh, thank god. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'll die. <laughs> yep, and he's going to make his attack onto it's going to be 16 plus 2, so that's going to hit. It's D10 plus. Alright. There we go. That's that one. Alright, that ends the soldier. Uh, it is now Rudius's turn. And he is going to use. Uh, going to use Thornwhip to get that thing away from. Uh, get that guy away from him. And he needs to make a strength check. With an eight, that fails. He's getting moved. It's ten. That direction. And he's going to get up. Closer towards Winry, and then uh, that will be the end of Rudy's turn. Alright, Winry, you're up. Because you were the last one in the yeah, I'm the, I'm the last one in the round. Uh, I had a little bit of creative thinking I here, and I want to ask Haven't gone DM. yet. Uh, so Excuse me. No, I. Uh, oh, Cotton hasn't gone yet. No, I had a six, and you had a two. Yeah. Oh shit! Cotton goes. Sorry, I didn't write Cotton down. Oh, it's okay. I'm so I'll sorry. Damn, I'm you, sorry. You kill her husband and you forget about her in the turn order. What the? Wow. Fuck? I, did, I thought I wrote it down. I, oh, that's Bro. why. I I wrote <laughs> I wrote Cotton's real first name and not Cotton. That's why. Uh, Way to go. 
<laughs> it's just like uh, uh, the one on my uh, on my DM screen. That will work. <laughs> that one. All right. Uh, so cotton first, and then we'll get to Winry. Gotcha. Um, she's clearly gonna stand up. Uh, she gonna rage. All right. And I guess for the sake of kicking this guy's ass and then running, she's gonna hit and run. Please unlock screen. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Making sure I have the right modifier on it. Alright. Uh, does a 21 hit? 21 will hit. 21. Sure cool, she's so. slapping him straight across the face with those big ass mitts of hers. And that is gonna be here. Oh, cool. A whole four. Oh, well. And she's in rage mode, but she did hear Roloy, so she's gonna start moving that way anyway. Oh, don't forget your rage bonus. Oh, mm, rage bonus on what? Your damage. Uh, oh, so that would be. Where are you? Um, I believe it's plus two. So technically, it'd be six. Yes. Yeah, so it'd be six damage in total. Thank you. I keep forgetting I have to actually add oh, that. Okay. Doesn't automatically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That does make uh-huh. a difference. All right. Yeah. That's all, all I can right. do for now. All right, good to know. As you move around, keep in mind you only have half your speed. Yeah, I know. Um, is it 40 or 30? 30. Okay. I moved you the three spaces over. All right. And I, then I'm the now one who has 40 speed. Don't worry. We'll get around to that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, question for DM. Yes. Can one reuse shock and grasp like a frickin' uh, defibrillator? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not how that works, works, unfortunately. I was hoping. Oh, well. You could do something similar in the Fulgermancer's Guide, available now in DM's Guide. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only, if only. (laughs) Connor, if we decide to team up on this source book one day... All right. Well, uh, I guess in which case then, uh, Winry's best option is to uh, get up. And let's see here. Let's see here. Can she see over that fallen pillar there? Uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because she is small. Uh, I'm aware. Uh, so, yes, uh, I think I'm going to have her just try to hit this guard as much as possible. Uh, I'm going to have her do a firebolt. Okay. Get you lined up for it. Thank you. So that way you're not hitting, uh, 26. That yep. will definitely hit. 26 to hit. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. That is 2d10 fire damage. Oh, it was almost, it was almost two eights. Okay, so that's 10 fire damage. Alrighty. But, if I remember right, I have Hornsby with me. You do have Hornsby. I would be very careful about sending him into battle. Unfortunately, you are not a ranger or a beastmaster ranger that... I am not that does have implications. I am not a ranger, but Hornsby is currently operating off of the owl set, which has the ability flyby. The owl doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. 
All so right. I'm going to have him. That is correct, by I'm the way. I'm going to have him. How's that? I'm going to have him go in, <laughs> poke, and then fly right back. Get him, Horsby! No. As your druid main, I'm here to say, yes, that is a feature that owls have. I am looking at the stat <laughs> right in front of me because I have it on D&D Beyond. Not that they could have used their reactions to opportunity attack anyway. Yeah, they are, they're slowed anyway, so it won't be a... It helps, just in case. As you unleash Hornsby from under, you see as Hornsby no! in a immediate panic opens their tiny little wings, flaps, and then spins, and I need you to make an attack with Hornsby. Uh, on the, what, would you, uh, what would you like me to roll on that? That I'm not familiar with. What, what is uh, their... It should be a, their claw or a beak attack. It's part of the uh, owl Let's stats. see. Actions. Uh, talons it has. Melee weapon attack. Uh, plus three to hit. So I yep. just roll a 20 and let's see what happens. Yeah. Yes. Plus three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, one. no. Hornsby hit a nat one. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Hornsby, he was flying away anyway. <laughs> as Hornsby goes over, they ding the top of the helmet and they go, what the hell is that? Before they come flying back around and then just perch onto your arm. Scrap! Right here. Alright. And that will be the end of uh, Hornsby turn because they yep. will move after Winry. Yep. It is now top of the round. This individual is gone. Alright. And that will be the end of Juno's turn. Alright. This Arknight, which is currently fighting against you three, it notices that you're pretty dinged up, uh, uh, Roloy, so he's gonna make his attack onto you. Isn't it at a disadvantage? I, I, I wouldn't devour you. Is it at disadvantage? He is slow. When you're slowed? Oh, no, yeah. It's not, it's not a disadvantage. Oh, they can only do one attack. attack. They can only attack once, though. Yeah. Alright, let's see. Ten. No, my AC is eleven. <laughs> <laughs> By one! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> As you basically just go like hmm, mm. <laughs> as you, you just missed <laughs> you uh, missed as they miss and you uh you don't have to worry about that next attack it is now holly's turn okay um so it's talking into our rings of reaction because i totally forgot that those exist that's true but they have a range. Uh, we're not too we far away. We should be within range. Yeah, we're, we're we, in range. We aren't that far away from each other. It's a thousand foot range, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm literally like the next remover. Yeah. Uh, so talking into the ring is a free action, right? Right. Okay, so she's gonna talk straight into it and be like, where are you guys? Are you okay? What's happening? The cafeteria's burning down. Captain Mirrorhead's down. Help! Okay. Um, are the are there just what I'm seeing is two soldiers in her way? Yes. To turning that Where corner for the cafeteria. Correct. She's up in that corner. 
What corner? I'm very lost. By the tree behind the fallen pillar, she's coming in that doorway. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's too dark for me to see it. The lighting's I need uh, I need that bar, that light bar, as soon as I possibly can. It's like 170 bucks, so I'll get it later. Like, that way it just illuminates the entire map. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna try something. Um, I'm gonna turn to Alexis and say, we need to go this way, my friends are in here. Turn towards the cafeteria, and then look at the two knights that are there. And cast command on both of them. Second level. Oh shit. And we're gonna use command grovel, because she just needs to get past them. So like the others. They need to make their wisdom save? Wisdom save. Oh, uh also, uh the one arc knight who needs to make a re- repeat the save That's true. For slow. Five. No, <laughs> four. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'm not I'm even sorry. using Hammer no, of Dawn, by the way. I'm using the Mighty Nine die. <laughs> Alright, uh, so wisdom save for both of them, right? Yes. The spell save is 14. Alright, so the first one is an 11. The other one is a 4. So that's and- no for both of them. Combined, they probably could have uh, made it, but... <laughs> but they can't combine it, so she's just going to turn to the both of them and say, Grovel! And keep running past them. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. As far as I can get yet. That's further than I was before. Alright. And... That's advantage. Uh, I'm assuming a 14 doesn't hit as a disadvantage. Uh, uh, my armor class is only 12. Does hit. So you take three points of slashing damage as the ones that fall to the ground and grovel, and one reaches out and cuts your leg just barely as you escape. Hmm. Grovel does end their turn. Does that uh, include oh, a reaction? It stops them from doing anything. <laughs> oh, I thought they just fall prone. I'm not... I didn't know. Okay, never mind. You don't take any Hold damage. Hold on, I'm sorry. Lo-fi! I, I'm not familiar with command. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but... Can you yeah. guys still hear me? Yes. Yes, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry, he just doesn't want to stop. I'm really sorry. Oh, no, it's... Well, he's we don't hear lo-fi. Or at least I don't. No. Yeah, oh, no, been- it'll definitely show up on the Reaper, and now Reaper is maxing out. Oh my. You may oh have my. to just use correct bot, I'm sorry. It just is all the way bit. down. It is it's all the way down. Oh goodness. Something Fritz, and I don't know what it is. Oh boy. Oh no, you're <laughs> the limiter. The limiter on it. It's gonna peak because it's the limiter on it anyways. It's fine. Oh, okay. I'm sitting here yeah. panicking because it's like maxed out on me. No, and no, I'm no, not even fine. sitting on the mic. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> uh, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Okay. <laughs> Kept forgetting about that. All right. Uh, and that's going to be the uh, end of Holly's turn. It is now the other knight's turn. Other knight? Uh, only attack that soldier. Oh, so can, you're going to put us back in the room? Let's see. 
Uh, no, it's the one that was attacking you that's their turn. Oh, okay. I'm asking if you're going to turn the camera back so we can see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look that. Sorry for screeching, audience. My dog likes to yell at things and he doesn't oh, no, listen until I apparently have to yell at him today. Alright. It's alright. <laughs> alright. And with that, that's going to be end of that turn because he missed his attack. Alright. And next up is Roloy. Alexis is on deck. Then Soldier, mm. then Cotton. Okay. Well. Oh, and failed to save. For the slow. Hey. Alright. In that case, I'm a gonna. You a gonna? I'm a gonna. I will hold aloft my ring of spell story. Oh, that's right. You did get that. And yeah. I will cast from it mage armor. Alright. <sighs> I believe it's 15 now. It's a plus 3. Do you see? Uh, Eto. Uh. Or is it plus I, four? I took it off my spell list. God damn it. Hang oh, on. Oh no. I took it off my spell list after I put it in the ring. So let me real quick. Oh, I got you. Armor. It's, uh, AC becomes AC 13 becomes plus dex modifier. Yeah. All right. So it's 14, which is better than what, I, what it is right now. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. A Increasing your odds of not getting hit. Oh, he's about to have more odds because Cotton's about to launch herself over that pillar and decimate that guy. All right, and, and since, uh, Winry is, um, since Winry is small, you can just vault over her. That's true. She's raging, so I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> um, don't you quicken this? I probably could. Let me spill. Um. Yeah, it probably would be better to get damage out now before I get creamed eventually. I'm going to spend both of my sorcery points, and I'm going to quick and spell a firebolt. Uh, and I'll do it at the arc knight that is below me. Myself. Yeah, right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, range spells up against somebody. What about them? I believe get, it's at disadvantage when you make the attack. There a, there's a. Well, he says rules for that. Uh, if you want to, if you want to back up a step, that might help you. I think that's only when they're prone. Hold on. Let me double check. Range spell. Oh, I, I'm I know. not in melee with him, am I? You are. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not I'm not sheer up against his model. Where is he? You're right here? He is oh, right here. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, the blue one is Winry. <laughs> I am the slightly darker blue one. Uh right. 
Well, he already used his attack. Can he not? He can't use a reaction now, right? Because it's he's not slowed. a reaction. It's because it's a ranged oh, no. attack no, up no, no, against somebody else. That's not what I'm asking. If he steps away, since he already attacked, he can't um, make a reaction, right? Oh, he that cannot. is true. I could just yeah, I could just step away from him. Actually, I think I'll there you that. go. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah, I just want da, da, da. yeah, just to be sure. Yeah. I just wanted to be sure, like, he could just step away now. Everything is safe now. Oh, yes. Here I go. Here I go. Again on my home. Time to roll some fireballs against this hoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. That's going to be a 23. 23, that will hit. No, on level five, it deals more damage. Like, three. <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> oh, oh, man, we're no. doing great D10s. today. Take that. Right. <laughs> As what they get blasted with another firebolt. <laughs> Alrighty. That'll Is that the end? Alright. It's now Alexis's turn. And she is going to I think the one that she was going to kill is going to die. Time to die now. <laughs> That's definitely hitting. That guy's dead. Yay! And she's going to use her second attack to attack the other one. It's gonna hit. Ten. And you wanna know what? Uh, she's gonna unleash incarnation. And Ooh. have it make Hell yeah. another make additional nasty attack. Blasted. Okay, uh, inform the newbie. Incarnation? Uh, Unleash incarnation. incarnation. <laughs> yeah. It allows yeah. them to make a third attack uh, once a day. Yeah. Man, it's basically that's a cool. free it. You can get a number of free attacks with your incarnation up to your constitution modifier. Yep. And she's currently working on that. But. This dude, who is definitely also dead, as uh, she just goes and swipes once, and then swipes again, and then as you see the echo holly as it just reaches and it stabs them through, and then pulls, and they both drop. Uh, she looks back at Alexis and gives her like a little grin. And bonus action, just gonna move the echo over, and that's about it. Alright, that's the end of Alexis' turn. The soldier is gonna attack the knight. Uh, 16 plus 2. That's gonna hit. So 
That knight is looking mortal. And that will be the end of the soldier's turn. Cotton, you're up. Okay. Um. Alright. Uh, so she's going to launch at this guy immediately. And uh, Winry's going to duck. That's a natural 20. With her bite. <laughs> she ran up to him and just r- ripped into him he with did. her teeth. He did. Alrighty. Uh, so, just the, as a, because I chose the bite, uh, your mouth transforms into a bestial muzzle. Uh, it deals 1d8 piercing damage on a hit, and once on each of your turns when you damage a creature with this bite, you gain a number of hit points back equal to your proficiency bonus. Ooh. Yeah. That'll be useful. And I critted on it, so I'm gonna ask, does that also add to it or no? Uh, the the extra hit points do not double, but the damage certainly does. Okay. So that's going to it's gonna be four, so double that, that's eight points of piercing damage, and she's getting three points of health back. Alright. As you run over and you hop on top of the stone pillar as you jump over and your claws sink deep into the armor and you see All just you hear enough is her space. screeching across the room at, at this guy since yeah. the other one that she probably wants to murder isn't there anymore. It's now on him. Uh, as you see the, uh, the lack of armament between the helm and the actual like armor piece you literally grab hold of the helm, pull it up as much as you can, and you bite and rip out a huge chunk of flesh from the jugular <laughs> as they fall dead. Yeah. If he's dead, if she has any more movement, she's going to hover over Mirad trying to get him up. Like, she understands that he's dead, but she's going to try to pick him up on her next move. Okay. So I don't Good. think uh, picking someone up is an action, correct? Uh, it is. Uh... Depending, do you have, uh, can you carry twice your weight? Uh, I, I don't, hold on. <laughs> I'm only carrying 14 pounds, so I can probably carry him. How much again? I'm only carrying 14 pounds on my character right now. How much can so, you carry is what I'm asking. Um, I can carry up to 480. Oh, sorry, a, the 240 and then push and drag or lift is 480. I imagine for somebody like you who is also raging, you literally just go down, scoop them up, and pick them up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, you got what you wanted, Roloy. <laughs> Alrighty, and that will be the end of Cotton's turn. Yep. Uh, Rudius. She is listening to only voices she remembers and knows right now, so if you guys give her a command, she will move. So the last command she heard was Reloy, get Mirad, and we gotta go. And he is gonna launch a fairy fire onto that other knight, which does hit. He has a disadvantage on deck saves, so... Oh, that he does. 
Maybe I could get a natural 20. Such a good spell. Did not get a natural 20, but still, as the fairy fire launches across the room, it hits the back of the armor, and you can see as it glows, he is also thrown to the ground dead. Oh my god. Yeah. That back. Fairy fire killed him. All right. (laughs) All threats. All threats that are currently surrounding the party have been neutralized. There is still an ongoing battle in the building uh, around you. But for the time being, you guys are currently safe at the moment. Uh, Safe at the moment, but one player down. We need to find Holly. I told her to say that she runs so she can't be that far off. Yep. All right. Well, if she's coming to us, let's stay here for the moment. I'll see if I can douse these flames. Okay. Uh, So, for uh, for the sake of everyone, tell me what your actions are going to be. Cotton Uh, is shaking while holding Mirage. She ain't doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use the original torn order, so we'll go through it. Uh, Holly, you're first. Holly is going to run into the room and assess the situation. She's going to see... As you run and burst through the doors, as you see one of the doors hits a metallic armored individual that has laid dead, as well as another soldier who is adorned in Alarnon attire, so they assisted in the battle. Okay, so... She's going to look around the room. She's going to see everybody is at the moment not being attacked. And she's going to see Maraud and Cotton's arms laying limp and run straight for them. All right. As you hop over the fallen pillars and debris, as you see a Maraud who has a hole in their chest, as well as two smaller holes in the lower abdomen. Cotton okay. just uh, the the rage will drop and she's just looking up at you just help him please uh Holly is going to call for Winry for the diamonds yep and Winry is uh she's she's not going to slouch she's vaulting over that pillar and she is uh, rushing over handing you the uh 200 gold worth of diamonds she has yeah we did discuss this and we only have 200 gold worth of diamonds Revivify requires 300 So I'm going to ask the DM so kindly if I can pray to mommy for help. Give us that little diddle. I'm shaking. Because if not, <laughs> if not, I have to gentle repose him and we have to go find diamonds within 10 days. We can't move the ship without him. I'm aware. <laughs> Alright. Here's what I'm going to do. You guys are welcome to attempt a resurrection challenge, considering you are 100 gold pieces short of diamonds. Mm-hmm. I will set the DC higher because of that. But out of three players here, I'm going to allow you to choose a skill or an ability 
that will try to beckon the soul back into Mirad's body as you go to cast Revivify. So, what does that mean? This is a resurrection challenge. No, I know, but you said a skill or ability, so like I'm. Yeah. So, uh. I guess it would just be like whatever we think would work, like trying to convince him to come back. Yeah. Would be a persuasion check. Is that what I'm. Is that what it's. Could be medicine. Yeah, it could be any of your skills or abilities. You just have to tell me what you're doing, and I will determine which of those skills will be part of the check. So, which of the three of you are going to commit to this ritual? I don't have persuasion, but I don't know if that counts being that that this is his wife. Do you have, um, do you you have can medicine? pick any set of I skills. I only uh. have arcana, athletics, intimidation, or perception when it comes to the actual skill that I have with the red dot next to it. If we want to try persuasion, I do have proficiency. I have a plus six. Uh, I've got a really big arcana. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys have it My... better than Cotton does. She's. If we're going story wise, if you needed me to speak as the wife, that I would do, but I don't actually have the persuasion. What do we think? My, My arcana is plus seven. I could try and do some time shenanigans. Yeah. And I'm guessing my ritual, I, I don't count because I'm performing the ritual. Aaron? Mm-hmm. I asked a question. Oh. That if I, it, do I count you, because I'm you performing do, the ritual or no? You do count. Uh, being a part of the ritual, uh, you can cast the spell and contribute to the challenge. Uh, if you don't want to contribute, that's also equally fine. Yeah, I'm, I ca- I'm casting I, Revivify. I could also cast Fortune's Favor on somebody and then give them uh, an additional d20 to work with. And I'm then, assuming the skill check has to be the ones with the little dots next to them, correct? Uh, it, you just have to tell me what you're doing, and I will determine which skill that will apply to. Uh, so, okay. Roloy is attempting to use time magic, so he's going to uh-huh. be using his arcana. Uh, Holly, you are attempting uh, to use the magic of the Revivify. Raven Queen to revivify, yeah. and you wish to enter into the challenge, so I will consider that your religion check. Uh, the most Cotton's gonna do considering that the state that she's in is just trying to beckon him back that she can't he can't leave her, he can't leave her there, he can't leave her kid there with that asshole. You know, it's that whole spiel. I'm trying to figure out words, but you get what I mean. I'm actually shaking, sorry. I'm I'm gonna ask, are you calm or are you angry? Oh no, I'm fine. I'm just crying. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm asking is Cotton calm or angry? It's not angry. She was angry when she saw that bitch leave but now it's just grief. Uh, 
She'd have no reason I... to be angry at him. Make... Because her anger was taken out on that dude. She ripped his neck out. <laughs> Make a performance check. So oh boy. you're going to be performance. With a negative one. Would it, be, would it be possible for Winry to assist in that performance? She has... <clears throat> well, no, never mind. I'm sorry. It's persuasion, not performance. I'm sorry. <sighs> to whatever dice god there is out there, please. <laughs> Alright. That's a natural one. Never mind. Oh, dear. I can go in my corner. <laughs> Alright. As you try and convince the soul and as it echoes through you see as the diamonds that are in hand begin to float and then shatter into tiny little lights as these three pieces float one goes down and enters into the body Mirad, as you try and control the flow of time uh, hopefully roll to oh, roll I sorry let's go <laughs> say try... <laughs> go yes, ahead wizard here <laughs> Go ahead and roll me Arcana. Okay. Oh. Is that a good one? Twenty-six. Oh, that is a good one. Natural nineteen. I'd also like to add the fact that Cotton's face is just from the chin down is covered in blood, so this is great. As you roll I, you pull up your shard of dunamancy and you begin to scope the many, many, many timelines as you try and reach out and grab whatever ones as one shatters upon grasping, the other one barely holds itself together before snapping, and you grab another one before you can feel something strong with this one, and you pull as hard as you can as you draw it close to yourself and then focus on that diamond as it lowers into his body. Come on, man. This isn't how you die. Holly, roll me religion. Who's getting the fortune's favor? Uh, I think I would have had to have cast that, and that would have taken my action. Ah. Fourteen. As you pray, as you're holding out the last diamond in front of you, as you're shaking, hoping, trying to find the meaning in all of this, as you begin to feel tears streaming down your face, and then a moment where you feel that spark as all of you, uh, not including Miran, notice as you look towards Holly a pair of black spectral wings coming out from behind her back. As 
the last diamond enters into the body of Mira. Have a little look, see. I'm going to show you guys the number you had to beat as well as the number of the die. I haven't had my I haven't had my turn. Do you want me to try before that? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, as. There is a moment of absolute silence before a black feather falls and then you also hear the faint sound of almost like tentacles moving. And Holly, as well as Cotton, you'd notice you would notice out of the side of Mirad's face was leaking that black ichor from before, and before it even went to reach up, it slithers back down into its ink. And you see as Mirad goes Yeah, Cotton's holding it, so she's just, yeah. just she'd see that and just she'd shake him a little bit. Mirad? Holly uh, pumps a cure wounds into him at third oh, same. level. She see, has that oh too. My goodness. Uh, oh my god. Seeing that that the, is some seeing the, terrible heartburn. Nine max health from Cotton. <laughs> Take 18 from Holly. <laughs> seeing as the captain is now alive, Roloy lets out a shaky. And then he closes his eyes and reopens them, and he goes, "Zombie!" And he casts fireball. <laughs> no, no, no! Whether we'll shove Ana's arm out to out to the burning doorway. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Breathe, Captain. Hey, hey, Captain. Um, how hungry are you? I got one of your snacks here. It could probably give you a little bit of a boost. Rolla, um, you could probably use one too. What do you think? Uh, not for nothing. I think we should leave first. More than I thought. <laughs> well, yeah, I know we should leave, but you're you're barely standing, buddy. It's fine. I can carry him. I'll be fine. Uh, okay. Don't worry about little old me. <laughs> he coughs up blood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also need a cure wounds? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, I can. Stand. She's asking Roloy. She already okay. gave you nine as well. Oh, oh, you gave me nine as well. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she'll just like shaky hand touches Roloy's and gives him another cure wounds. I won't say no, but the building is on fire. Uh, Thank you. Five more <laughs> points of HP for you. Hooray! After a moment, you guys Wait. hear a blood curdling female scream come out of that hallway before there is a 
burst of energy coming from the second floor, and then a moment of silence before you see Rudius pops up, the general, as he immediately dashes away from all of you. Yeah, uh, she mentioned something about killing two people. Probably should stop that. I but think we saw what she did to you. It. What chance do I we have? We're out, well, I think we're out of our depth on this one, Captain. <sighs> I, Look, she just got a cheeky hit. It's not gonna happen again. <laughs> it better not. We don't have the resources to bring you back if it does. No, we don't. We're not gonna we leave to Rudy to here. just no. take her on by himself, though, right? No, we're not. R- Rudy, Rudy, wait for me! <laughs> and Wendry, okay. Wendry will chase after. <laughs> Why are we <laughs> letting the little ones run off on their own? <laughs> All right, uh, Winry, as you're running close uh, behind, uh, <laughs> uh, the lot of you, as you're getting your bearings and you're getting back up. Uh, Alright, as all of you uh, head are the rest of you heading towards where Rudy was going? Well, seeing as Winry did, yeah. Yeah. Vera's not gonna leave Winry and Rudy just like, to just fucking die. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Alright, as you arrive. Thank you guys. I knew you got my back. I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting. Oh, don't worry. Hold this for later because I have a lot of words for you later. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just that quiet, like, don't you ever fucking scare me like that again. Look, I just wanted to poke no, her ankles, no, no, no. okay? No, no. <laughs> She'll just kind of, like, point at the dude on the floor that she ripped his neck out, went, later, I will talk to you. Uh. Alright, uh, as you begin to move, Mirad, you feel your body is extremely heavy. Almost as if your physicality has gone through a great ordeal. We'll get through that in about a moment. But as the lot of you begin to traverse back up, uh, as you and Ray catch up to Rudy, you notice that one of the glass windows is completely blown out. Uh, before you see a couple of doors that are... Uh, ripped a jar, and you see with what looks like to be a rather freaked out, uh, somewhat multicolored hair individual, uh, as well as a rather tall human-looking woman with long black hair, as she stamps into the floor this massive uh, spear. <sighs> Lieutenant Rudius, see to it that the rest of the fort is closed off and remove many of the individuals that have so rudely entered into the fort. As you see, he does the Alanonian salute. He runs off again, and she notices this entire party. I'm not exactly sure who any of you are, but if you're here to seek refuge for the moment, then by all means, stay. Uh, that, that's just a friend of ours, and, uh, I'm gonna be honest, I don't feel comfortable letting him do this on his own. I'll be back! Alright, as you go and run off to follow Rudy, 
Guys, no. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get leashes. One <laughs> uh, is too quick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As you see, she goes and kind of stands towards the door. And she looks towards that man who is sitting kind of freaked out, but beginning to calm down. Uh, as she looks over, Master Moel, I really hope that this is not, again, another ploy of the Volenstinians trying to assault us. Not a thought in my mind, I do apologize. But, uh, no, I was also not expecting a random assassin to just break into this room. Yeah, random. Mm-hmm. As... You, Winry, go and run off and catch up to Rudius as he is currently running what is along the top side of this fort. And you can see that there are a couple of individuals who are fighting soldiers and guards uh, amongst each other. As he goes over and he once again casts Thorn Whip. One guy fails as a large... Thorn Whip comes over the side, grabs him, and then pulls him off the side of the fort, as the other guy is now concerned and being attacked by two other individuals. Would you like to do anything with her? Uh, yes. Uh, let's see. So, only one of the guys got pinned down by the Thorn Whip? Well, one of the guys got thrown over by the Thorn Whip. There's this other one who's, like, now being slowly surrounded by two soldiers of Alanon. Well, uh, then the other guy who's still standing there gets a uh, nice firebolt to the face. Alright, go ahead and roll me uh, an attack with that. That is a 16 to hit. That will hit. All go ahead right. and uh, roll me some damage. Uh, let's see, that is a lovely 18 damage, two nines. As you reach out with the Kling Hex and it just shoots out from the armored hand, it is emboldened with that large flame as it hits them straight in the gut as they fall straight to the ground dead. Hooray! And you see as Rudius runs up, Alright, I need you to alert the rest of the fort. I'll go ahead and ring the bell up top. And you see as the two kind of split off further into the fort. And looking back at you, thanks for the help. Of course. I wouldn't I wouldn't let one of my one of my friends struggle through this alone. I gonna be honest, there's four, there's far too many. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna need help with the bell. Come on. Alright, let's go! Alright, as two of you run off, the rest of you still back at the office. Being, uh... You can tell that that woman who is now standing kind of like at the guard of the door is kind of set to wait if somebody is going to come back at some point. Wait, who, what? What? She's kind of has a expectation that somebody might come back. And so she's not moving from the door at all. Okay. Uh, in the, uh, office, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Mirad's is like, okay, someone needs to make sure Winry is gonna be okay. I probably shouldn't be running around too much. No, you really shouldn't. Okay, I'm gonna stay uh, here. <laughs> I will ritual cast find familiar because I'm assuming Mobius did not survive 
no. <laughs> I don't imagine he would have. Katamari on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> as you go and ritual cast, find familiar, you see as he just like comes back from that ring of smoke and he just plops back to the ground. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alright, shake me if she comes back. And I will send him out scouting. Alright. Uh, and- I'll actually I'll actually summon him in his uh since I've been since I'm recasting, and I'll summon him in his. What was it? A ferret? Yeah, it was a ferret. A weasel. Uh, a weasel. The weasel. Right. Instead, yeah, he just like. In... <laughs> Alrighty. As you see, as he goes to run off to find uh, Winry, based off of the direction that you saw her go last. As a lot of you are kind of standing here. You begin to still hear a lot of the battle is beginning to die down a bit, and some cheers of victory as well. Um, Winry, as you notice that some of those knights are beginning to fall, as you get up to the top of this tower, you see that there is a rope that leads all the way up to the top of the tower where you see this massive uh, bronze bell that has aged over time due to the sea air. And you see as Rudy begins to grab it, it's just massive in his hand. And so he begins to kind of just pull and walk backwards. Okay, I'm going to need some help with this. I'll swing it towards you, then you swing it back towards me, right? Roger that. Uh, Winry will uh, get to the, not the opposite side of the room, but she'll get to the opposite side of the little area. And she'll ready herself to catch it and uh, and keep it going. As you see, as he pulls up overhead and throws it towards you, you hear that first ring as it reaches towards you, and you grab the rope as you pull it, and then you hear another ring, and you guys go back and forth time and again before you begin to notice that towards the bottom, you begin to notice more guards are beginning to appear and deal with the random individuals that have made an assault onto the fort. As time begins to turn and you guys begin to notice that safety is becoming more apparent, this place is beginning to lock down much faster. After about another 30 minutes of fighting and screaming, begin to hear the faint cheers of victory once more. As to the random assault is beginning to die out. As the lot of you slowly make your way back to each other and convene back at this office. Do we run in, Do we run into the little weasel Mobius on the way? You do. You see his uh, little, this little, uh, <laughs> uh, what color is he again? Forget. Yeah. What, uh, what is his color? He would be, he would be, uh... You never really like asked this question. Colors are blue. <laughs> colors yeah. normally. He's, he's like bluish. He's like All bluish. Right. A little yeah. bluish weasel walks up to you and... <laughs> Alright, uh, I recognize this weasel. Let's follow it, Rudy. This is Mobius. Yeah. Mobius, Rudy, Rudy, yeah. Mobius. You see as Hornsby's looking at Mobius like a... Snack. Like nope. food. No, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. she, she snaps her hand over his beak just like, no, not a snack. <laughs> I mean, like, he already has a muzzle on his beak through <laughs> terrible <laughs> training. <laughs> so. Well, he's he's on a leash, not necessarily muzzled. <laughs> Alright. 
as all of you convene back at this office, you see as this uh, this tall lady now beginning to calm down a bit now that everything's been locked down. You see as she begins to acknowledge as Rudy is discussing amongst all of you uh you know what you guys did for us was really good can't thank you enough Mary gives a thumbs up <laughs> he's like I clearly didn't do shit other than stand guard but uh, happy to help I'm glad what I did wasn't appalling to you and was helpful as you see as that lady looks over to you Moran I'm assuming if you didn't do what you did, I'd be probably dead. Thank you. I, mean, I just poked her foot, I think. Maybe I did a little bit more than that. I don't know. I kind of got hit with the bomb, and then next thing I knew, someone was trying to step over me and talking about killing people, and I just swiped at their ankle, and then next thing I knew, I was dead. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you slowed her down. Uh, Even just a little bit. I mean, she's not a very good fucking assassin if she got slowed down by me. <laughs> you wasted her time. I mean, I also assisted. As you see the man sitting over by one of the couches. And you are? William Mowell. Ah, nice to meet you. As you look at him, <laughs> there is this moment of almost... A split of... We remember his name because of Alex. Yes. Yeah. There is a moment where it's just so weird to stare at him. It's almost slightly intoxicating. The ears are flicking like what? (laughs) Don't look at him too long. He'll draw you in. You'll get sucked into those eyes. No, the only nah. my husband does that to me. Right and Cotton are like, not, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> not into that. <laughs> well then, somebody who has now actually not only assaulted this f- fort and not by us, obviously. You now have a bigger problem on your hands. You have not protected a congressman of the. Uh, of the Congress of Alphor. How do you think that will look when I return to the rest of my party members and what opinions they might have? Well... Mirad, whispering under his uh, breath, just just enough for just someone in his group to hear us. It's like, well, it just helps me blend in, in my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> well, you see as Maven. To be she fair, is- sir, you aren't, you aren't, you don't appear to be badly harmed. If you are, we'll be more than happy to help you out, right, Holly? Just elbowing, just like, come of on. Of course. I'm sorry, who are the lot of you again? Visiting a friend. So we got nobody. caught up in all this. Oh, come eh. on. I mean... Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody who helped you. out to help this place at the very least, and you're in this place, so I, d- I, I think we did a bit. As you see, as the general comes over and stands in front of all of you and just... before turning around... 
Congressman, as to my understanding, you came here knowing full well that this fort has been under siege multiple times, even by your own people. This is supposed to be a negotiation of a ceasefire. If negotiations have fallen through, then you may kindly leave the fort, get back on your ship, and go tell your congressman that we were unable to protect someone as skilled as you are. Will that be all? Is he kind of like looks up? I'm kind of wondering as to how these assailants managed to make it through this fort, but I wouldn't be fundamentally surprised. We did it. From what it looked like, they just kind of appeared in the middle of the cafeteria, so I would say magic. Seems like there's at least someone with a brain breathing the same air in this room. Very well, as you see as he gets up. Negotiations have fallen through. As you see, he begins to walk away. You see, as Maven kind of just takes a deep breath and then breathes out. <sighs> Rudy. Are you the one that's supposed to be in charge of the supplies that make it into the fort? Yeah? Would you care to tell me how was it that explosives made it into those supplies? Wait, one person's in charge of all of that? Uh, I tell people where to put the supplies and where they're moved, and I double-check whenever I'm available, but I... Rudy, did any of them seem suspicious to you? Uh, no. Wait, Rudy, you're really good with paperwork and everything. You have a record of everything that came in. Might we be uh, able to trace back the barrels? Uh, uh, yes. As you see, is he walks over to one of the many, many desks within the main office here. As he begins to kind of pull records, uh... And as he does, you see that there's this small stack of the recent shipments and the barrels that had made their way in through here. Yeah. As you see, he's frantically folding each piece of paper, almost as if he's worried about something. You can see that the general is staring daggers at him. General, if I may ask, while we're waiting for that, do you happen to have a napkin? Because she's realizing she's just blood down the chest, like, ah. <laughs> Trying to as, disrupt the anger. As she looks towards you. And reaches into her jacket and pulls out with what looks like to be a handkerchief and hands it over towards you. Thank you. Um, I did mean what I say, though. It looked like they teleported in. As the head turns back, as you can see as Rudy is kind of just frantically flipping, and you can see as he's reading through some of the records. 
the shipments were requested by me. And they came back from Orario under the command of and looking up towards her me Rudy there's something that has to have happened there's no way you would just blindly do something like this you see as or what you have but not as you I I didn't do any Anything as you see as Maven. You did it on purpose. You might have been charmed. Exactly. Is there any way that we can check if he was charmed? Um, hold on. Uh, And she'll like pull Wenry over aside. Remember what Alex was telling us? Uh, out of out of character. Uh, it's Lowell. (laughs) He's. She suspects he's been doing something in some magical, creepy fucking way to charm people without actually using charms. There's something ah, right, going right, on right, with right, that right, guy. Right, right. And he's and he's since left the room, correct? Yeah, For he's now. All right. since left. Uh, Holly, should we say something? Seeing as this came from Alex, uh, Alex, or, Ale- or is it Alexis? Uh, Alexis. 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 Is she with us? She is. Okay. Holly is going to look at Alexis and kind of give her a look like, you know what's going on. You should say something. Yes, partially. Hmm? Not entirely. But he gets here and suddenly this happens? As... You see just for a moment where it's this slight tension before the general ignoring all of you looking at Rudy Lieutenant Thatch is there even a modicum of truth to the idea that you were under spell I no, I or not I, that you I, remember. I I would have if and you see he's beginning to think about his words very carefully. Wenry will probably since she's standing next to him just put a put her hand on his arm, just like, okay, take a deep breath. Cotton would look to Alexis like, we need to say something, because this is all of these things lining up, and Rudy's about to take the fall for someone clearly fucking around with us. I don't mean to put your position in danger, Alexis, but we are putting a whole person's entire career at risk. I'm not... I'm not sitting here withholding any information Uh, from any of you. No, we're asking if you're allowed to allow us to say something. You can say whatever you want. I have... You're already saying what you've already said. I, everything that I know, you've already said. Except his name, General. 
You see as the eye just barely moves towards your direction. The face does not break yeah, away no, from Yeah, no, she Ruby. understands. How, she's not expecting rainbow and sunshines from this lady. If I may, you've been under siege, and you said it yourself. He came here, Mr. Lowell, whatever his name is, came here knowing that, and then suddenly you're under siege again. Explosives happen to go off, and your top guy, Rudy, here, which I happen to know is always on top of everything, suddenly he doesn't realize things and allows this to slip in as well, and now he, this guy gets to saunter back home to say that this all failed conveniently? He's being manipulated. We were well, going to look for this guy originally. There's something up with that Lowell guy. Well, uh, also the fact that Rudy almost blowed himself up, so... Yeah, so why would he do that to himself? grand scheme, I don't think that's a good plan. Yeah. He was in the cafeteria with us when that went off. Rudy, we all got hit by it. Rudy's too professional for something that sloppy to happen without you seeing that either. Or anyone else for that matter. That Maybe a newbie, sure. And there are magics out there that aren't just charms that you won't realize something happened. You see as... You're attempting to try and persuade. Make a persuasion check. Uh, <laughs> do it with advantage because Mirad pointed out something very important. Okay. Um, advantage. Oh boy. Yep. Technically a help action. Great. Ooh. Yep. An eight. An eight. I can't roll today, guys. I only got uh, that one nat twenty. <laughs> Colonel shift. Oh, okay. <laughs> do it again. Is this is this a second advantage roll? I mean, it just says to roll again. A twelve. <laughs> I can't. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> you see, as uh, she stands a little upright before turning back, the eyes turn back towards Rudy. Rudy. You can see as like he's kind of just this stoned being and just shallow breaths not able to look at anyone. We're going to follow protocol. Kindly bring yourself Down below, you will be kept under watch overnight in the barracks. We will send a mage down to see if whether or not you were controlled, or if you're lying. Yes, ma'am. Or... Winry will give him a comforting squeeze on his shoulder and let him go. As he is dismissed and leaves the room, you can see as the general looks towards the lot of you.
I must apologize, but I need to ask again, who are all of you? Aside from Alexis Morn here, none of you are familiar to me. We're traitors, and we are here to pass by the uh, the river here, but fortunately, due Everything to things that have happened in the world recently, we've been out at sea for quite some time. We didn't hear about it till we met with the barricade, and we were told to come here to wait till we can have passage. Then we started catching up with Rudy. He was uh, someone that we found on our travels. We saved them off of an island. And see that there is a... a moment where she fully acknowledges what's being told. I see, so you spent some time with... Lieutenant Thatch. Agreed. Yeah. Seems hard to believe that someone as resourceful as him to be able to survive on his own would miss something as big as this, don't you agree? I mean, he's... I've taken that into account. Hmm. He's too professional for that. Yeah. I've met Mr. Thatch on a couple of occasions, but in the more recent months he has been one of the most efficient people I've ever worked with. Which is a little difficult considering... Soldiers being soldiers. But his skill, not just only with the map and ship, but also his growing abilities in combat, have proven quite resourceful. And I need more men like him. For she turns and walks over towards her desk and sits down. So all of you are looking to get past the blockade. Originally, yeah. Yeah. We need to go most... ahead to... Uh, sorry, I I misplaced the map. But uh, the, Zeon, the Zeon Sea? Yeah. The Xion Sea. Xion Sea. I'm so sorry. Pronunciation is <laughs> not my strong suit. It's all good. I was it's like, I know we're heading to... Oh god, it's haunting me everywhere! I don't even play that game! The other trees are the least cut all. There we go. Found the map. Okay. But yes. Uh, <laughs> given everything that has just happened within the past couple of hours, I'm not entirely inclined to... <sighs> Decline what you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Thank you. However, <sighs> that blockade is there for an exact reason that we are currently dealing with, especially with Volenstone. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, we've heard. Oh, uh, we understand that. Uh, Imagine, if you will, if I just let a ship full of traitors simply passed by the blockade simply because you had permission from me. I'll be having every single traitor that is still on this island flocking at my door. Yes. So That would be very annoying. And What can we do that will allow us through but won't put you at a really annoying disadvantage? Correct. 
Well, as for all other matters, I'm relatively sure that there would be more than enough trouble that needs to be dealt with here at the fort. Also, in concerns to your friend, Lieutenant Thatch, I would hope that all of you would stick around to see if whether or not what has happened is to your understanding. Yeah, that would be fair. Oh, I wasn't planning on going anywhere till you made sure that Rudy was okay. I'm sure Alexis will need some help with the um, with the death rites of the fallen. And I assume that there's probably going to be a good bit of cleanup around the fort. You have a lot of soldiers, but an extra hand or two may help. I can do heavy lifting. Then I will say this for the moment. We will need some assistance with what is happening here at the fort. If all of you are willing to do that, at least for me, it will at least look good to everyone else to let you just pass by. It's not just a freebie, but you're exactly. saying. Helping out many of the other soldiers dealing with the problems that have arisen recently, and probably stamping out with what I can imagine might be a dissident among us. My question being, is that Lowell guy staying here, or is he just gone? He's probably more than likely about to embark on his ship, heading back out to the west. I would suggest we keep an eye on Rudy till he's gone, gone. He's the one that we've got our eyes on. It seems like you've had some experience with Mr. Well, Moel. We were given some information, but we can't quite prove it just yet. He's under uh, a magnifying he's glass. A suspect. A suspect but. for traitors. That's mm. a unique example. You deal with a lot when you navigate the seas. Not all of it pleasant. Yeah. Very well. Some of it absolutely bonkers. Hmm. <laughs> Then I will assign all of you at least something to do tomorrow morning. For right now, try and rest up. Then when you return back to the fort, I'll hand you all something that you might be able to help out with. And once you've managed to garner the favor of enough of the soldiers and many of the other navy men, I'm sure that they will have no issue having you pass by. Sounds about right. Sounds like a fair trade. If you say so. Cottonwood hand the bloody handkerchief to Roloy Quinlan. Can you fix this real quick for me? Just oh. Young Ugh. miss, if I may correct you on the notion of a fair trade, this is not a oh. fair trade. Oh. I'm asking a lot of you. What I'm asking is a favor. One that you may come back to cash in, should you so desire at any point. Oh. Then uh, I suppose I owe you a greater thank you than I thought. If Roloy did the prestidigitation, she'd hand yeah, back the I'll now clean, blade, uh, clean hanky back <laughs> to the lady. Thank you. 
Very well. I was about to say dismissed. You're not my soldiers. <laughs> You're not my captain. Fair enough. Uh, we'll take our leave. <laughs> May I ask who went through the window? A would-be assassin, apparently. Please tell me she died. Winry will... Winry will probably go over to the window and just, like, take a look. Uh... <laughs> passive perception, what that would tell you is it's really dark outside. And also, uh, it looks like a pretty steep fall. If you want to catch anything else, you can make a perception check. You know what? It doesn't hurt to look. (laughs) And that's an even 12. You note that there is a... A definite breaking of certain branches of trees that lead off further into the aisle of the fort. Um, you do also notice that there is a a good line of blood that kind of pulls around some of the glass in the in the bottom. So whatever hurt definitely hurt. Bitch. <laughs> well, well. It- it appears that she didn't walk away unscathed, so I suppose... Winry would just hear a very low growl right before that bitch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- d- don't worry, I t- I'm of the same sentiment. Yeah. Just casually, probably plucking like a thing of skin out of her teeth, like... <laughs> uh, I-, I think I think She I have did a bite someone! Here, here I-, I have a toothpick here. Here. I'm good. She's got tiny... She's got sharp claws, she's got it. <laughs> Thank you. As the lot of you come to a bit of calm, as you see the entirety of the fort is on high alert, as you're all set back to your ships under strict supervision, as many Alanonian soldiers kind of line the docks and keep an eye on everybody's ship. As the night proceeds... We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then come back to find out what happens next. That bitch gonna die. (laughs) That bitch gonna die. How dare. We'll do a bit of cutscene before you all go to bed, but with that, we're going to go ahead, take a quick break. We'll be right back. See you all then. Welcome to the break for the episode. We will not make you wait very long, I promise. Consider this next minute a good time to check out and do some necessities. Uh, Grab a few snacks, maybe a preferred beverage, or maybe take the time to enjoy a breath of fresh air. Or maybe this would be a perfect place to pause the episode before returning at a later date. This audio break will end soon, and uh, we hope you are enjoying the episode so far. Bienvenue, Power Bottoms. Welcome back. 
Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a new one. Wow. That is a very new one. <laughs> All right. Fancy. So, uh, where we had last left off, as all of you returning back to your ship after a very harrowing evening, you will find yourselves. contemplating what had happened and begin to drift into the unknown, but before you do, is there any discussions that any of you would like to have with each other? Okay, Captain, how are you feeling right now? Um... Like you just got stabbed? Uh, it was a little bit more than just a stabbing. I, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if I remember right, I heard some gunshots too. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Ugh. Yeah. Let's let's hope a good night's rest will help bring it back to your feet. Uh, um, I feel I can. I'm glad to be alive. Um, well, of course. I mean, like, I can always be grateful for that, but I'm also trying to remember who I saw correctly. Feels weird, but it was, that person looked way younger than they probably should have been for what nonsense they were pulling. They were kind of short, right? Yeah. Might have I been think, a gnome. I think uh, I saw them skip out of the room. Yeah, they skipped out of the room and they looked like a fucking child. Well, not an actual child child, but like... Young. I would call them a child to their face. 100%. But they were young. They were a youngster. Um, Killed by a child, huh? I know. But, like, what I'm trying to make sure that I have straight in my mind, and I don't know if this is weird, but, like, they had really weird eyes. I'm not used to seeing eyes like those. Do weird you remember eyes? what made them weird? Um. Well, okay, so they were red, but that wasn't the weird part. Um, it was like. Uh, like the night sky, but red. Oh. Like a red night sky. Yeah. Would Cotton know what that is? Uh. Make me a history check. Okay. Fortunately, your passive is just not high enough for. Jesus! Recall Eleven. this. Eleven? Why do I even ask? I'm just gonna say I don't roll today. <laughs> I'm trying um, history. Would I know? My passive would be 14. I would actually, rather take that you know than what? the 11. You know what? We, well, both, it, we both have well, pretty good history. Actually. Roloy, your passive history does beat the DC. Ooh. This is familiar to a particular race that exists in Urzeheim. A race of the first civilization that had ever existed known as the Lemurians. They are not this usually violent or cruel, at least as far as people 
know as they are, given their recent reemergence in the past 50 years, but this individual any any Lumerian is extremely dangerous uh, in their own right. Sounds like the dogs agree. Yeah. I'm barking with knowledge. <laughs> but this Lumerian in particular, if they are able to dispatch somebody as quickly as that and walk away without a second thought, they must have been trained way back before any of you had even been a thought in any of your parents' heads. Oh, wow. Um... Yeah, that child was old. What do you mean? You weren't an elf, though. I didn't see, like, I got a clear look at them being that close. Lumerian. Lumerian. Um, yep. You're not joking, really, really, are you? That's what it sounds like. Eyes like the red night sky. Sounds pretty familiar to me. Bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling okay? You barking is a little out of character. What is a Lumerian doing here? <laughs> well, That's a good question. What, what they said out loud before I nicked their ankles um, was that they were after to kill two people. Um, and I don't... I think it was a loot. Janet? And uh, was it the general and the lieutenant? Sorry, I was kind of yeah. still typing notes. Um, okay, a general so and they lieutenant. They set off to kill a general and a lieutenant, and they succeeded at neither. Yeah. Wait. They didn't succeed at killing a general or lieutenant from this side. Well, not sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too confident. But they went up to that Rudy room. Rudy is a lieutenant, and he hasn't finished his trial yet. Yeah. I don't know much about magic. I don't know if there's extra trickery afoot. Oh, there is. But something <sighs> definitely is going on. Yeah, I feel icky about the situation it played out too well for people being attacked I don't know for someone who as you said would be considered very dangerous or they seemed very dangerous when they just completely just destroyed my chest cavity but the more oh. you keep saying that, the more and more angry Cotton looks. <laughs> May I, like, put an arm around her and just pets her head? Please. Nope, she swats <laughs> that away right now, but she's a little <laughs> angry at you. Nope, nope, you come here. <laughs> She'll punch you. <laughs> just like, I don't want to die a second time, don't do that. <laughs> they don't have to go lethal. Eh. But, I... Either that general upstairs is really skilled as much as that child was, or something else is amiss. We already know something else is amiss thanks to Alexis' uh, information. 
And well, that's a threat, dude. But we had the summit situation already happen. Everything was pretty much gearing up to for war. And then Rudy suddenly is so sloppy that this gets past him, and he gets himself blown up. Like, and these happen to visit at a base that they know is currently constantly under siege, and the day they're here, they're under siege again, and these people magically teleported into the base. There's gotta be something we can find to help prove that Rudy's innocent, right? Well, well we are gonna, gonna be we are gonna be helping out with cleaning up, so I guess if everybody keeps an eye out and looks for something, we Well they might are sending a, a mage or something to kinda check him over. But mm-hmm. Magic can be complicated. It may not always be easy to trace back. I'm worried that this guy covered his tracks. Considering that this is uh, a war bubbling up to the surface, it's probably going to be well covered up. Oh, I can't... We can't really investigate the crime scene... No, but we'll and be helping out tomorrow. We can we'll be helping listen out around tomorrow, but it doesn't mean that someone might not already be over there trying to sweep some stuff under the rug. There's nothing we can do about that. Nope. We're uh, also supposed to be very careful with what we do. We're not supposed to be taking sides, but I'm not. Well, the only side that I'm kind of taking is Rudy's. That's about it. Yeah. Amen. Fair enough. I can agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rudy's being framed Oh, absolutely Yeah, that man is That man is way too careful With his paperwork He was very quick to try and claim that Well, you failed, I get to go back and tell them The discussions didn't work out And you failed to protect me Like he Yeah, he had yeah. that ready Yeah yeah. He was He was too quick to put that out there Besides, he's alive, isn't he? He is exactly, alive. That's what I said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but what are we gonna do? He's going back to his people. Who are they gonna listen to more? I wonder yeah. where he was during the fight. Seemed like in well, that office. My guess is, yeah, he was upstairs. What kind of scream did we hear upstairs again? The scream of the girl. Yeah, if I remember right, it was a uh, female scream. We heard breaking glass and a uh, female scream. Though the idea ah. of William Lowell having a, f- a girl-like scream makes me laugh on the inside really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. I think that would be very fucking funny. <laughs> for those who watch Black Archives, <laughs> yeah. For those who watch Black Archives, when you know, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is like I don't. It's so weird that an assassin with that much firepower under their belt would give out such a loud scream if they were considered an assassin. It's called an act. Here's a novel thought. Exactly. What if they are really good with a knife, but really bad at being an assassin? I mean, they do exist! (laughs) What if they're just really powerful, but really inexperienced at killing people in a silent fashion. I mean, like, the reach of her arm probably hindered that. Land purchase. Because child. 
I will consider her a child. I don't care. She's Lumerian, well, so like she's you, no child. I'd like you also to consider Mirad. Uh, remind me, how tall are you? You're not a child to me. That person was a child. No, no. How tall are you? I'm, I'm seven one, seven two. And can you give me an estimate on how heavy you are and how easily she just picked you up off the floor? I mean, like she didn't get me all the way off the floor. Yeah, my she feet did. Were still touching no, she it. brought you to your feet. How does that yeah. work with height? Uh, well, she can probably <laughs> just get her, get her hands like under your shoulders, just wedge them in there, just right. One, two, three, huh? It's called she's like grabbing me, like like. She literally lifted you up high enough to where she literally tossed you up onto your feet. She's very strong. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not questioning the strength bit. I'm questioning, like, (laughs) the height difference bit. (laughs) It's like when you grab somebody and you lift them up and you let them go just enough to where they're on their feet. Oh, okay. Kind of deal. Uh, She launched you onto your feet. (laughs) For the sake of the argument, Rola, you would also know, history-wise that Lumerians have what is known as a powerful build, meaning that they are much stronger than they really look. Especially those with red eyes. Yep, that tracks, especially the red-eyed ones. Okay. I'm still gonna call her a child. (laughs) She's Lumerian. She's older than any of us. She's older than all of us combined in all likelihood. You told me that bitch was skipping. She's a child. Okay, and if we all start skipping, are we all children? By that, sh- by that thought. By but all you means, all just skip I would probably pass along after I, I murdering just, somebody. Just cotton skipping along the way. She can. She would fit the part. She's got rabbit written all over her. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Can't believe you all would stoop so low as to become children. <laughs> Mm. Well, I don't know. That's not too far a stretch for me. <laughs> Aren't you well, supposed to be like older than all of us? <laughs> yes, I am. But do I look older than all of you? <laughs> no, Looks people, and actions are people two over different here. Things. Sisters at Roy. <laughs> I'm oh. the youngest one here. Meanwhile, yeah, Cotton exactly. just twice her age. <laughs> Cotton just quietly walks over to Holly and just gives her like a quiet thank you because she's too angry to deal with Mirad and she's too upset to be happy. Haha's right now. <laughs> Holly just reaches out and puts her arm around her and pulls her in. Oh, she'd hug her back immediately. Holly is shaking. Mm. This whole thing was very upsetting, and she's not over it. Nope. I'm I'm sorry. What are you sorry about? You didn't kill you. I mean, I... I mean, my body was kind of in the way. Uh, I don't think that that's how any of that works, Captain. No offense or anything. (sighs) I did provoke a retaliation. You did, if and that's why I'm angry at you. Mm-hmm. If provocation was an excuse... He had no way of knowing he was going to get one shot. <laughs> I right. didn't, but it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. And I'm still sorry that I put you guys through that, regardless. Well, as long as you don't make it a habit of getting killed by your children. Oh my god. 
We'll get, no, that wasn't my kid. The irony of the vision you saw, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't my kid. That was a child. We don't know that. Only he does. He never told a shit. But I'm just saying that the irony, me player to player here. <laughs> oh yeah, it's funny because like Vera's like correcting him, but he doesn't know anything about his None vision. None of us know shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. Like, what the all fuck? All right, no. well, I, I think we've all had a day. I think we all deserve some rest. And I've got a uh, very peckish little bird sitting on my arm here. I all get right. it. Come on, little guy. Let's let's get you some let's get you some snacks. Avoid the turmeric. <laughs> all okay, right. No, uh, we'll avoid the spices. For the for the sake of the argument, uh, Winry, roll me an animal handling check. <laughs> oh boy, let's see how well this goes! Eh, not bad, that's a 12. He's more... He, he is behaving better than usual. <laughs> Considering you probably kept him alive through chaos, the bird has a yeah. slight respect for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope so. Right. Alright, as all of you begin to find yourselves reaching towards rest, and... Murad and Cotton, you make your way back to the captain's quarters, and the rest of you head below deck to begin resting. As the night begins, find the right goddamn playlist here. Insert IT crowd <laughs> moment. <laughs> As all of you reach into slumber, Mirad, and as you're falling back into sleep and your body becomes heavier, you hear that same sound, almost as if it slides in the side of your head as it reaches into the back of your mind. Did somebody fall down? Uh, a little. Okay, maybe a lot, but... As you feel almost as if a long tentacle wraps around your shoulder and then runs along your arm, almost as if Ugh. twisting it in the opposite direction. Oh, ow, ow. oh my. I would not worry about death with you. You're already dead. But mm, if frowns. you decide... <laughs> if you decide that you wish to throw this gift into the pyre every so often, I will warn you, putting you back together as you feel the faint pop of your shoulder <coughs> makes it much more difficult to put you back together. Before you feel it reverse and... <sighs> Remember... Point taken? Remember, 
you owe this unlife to me, to her, and to the child. Right. Yeah. I understand. Very good. As you feel a massive hand kind of almost scruff the top of your head. Good puppy. <laughs> he waves. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, <laughs> As you feel the essence of this being leave your mind for the next moment. You also feel a very rare feeling for somebody like you. Cold. He hates that feeling. He probably tosses and turns a little bit in the sleep. Trying to find a comfortable like position, but could never really find it. I mean, your wife is fluffy. You can get warm at some point. I think this is a yeah, no, unnatural I know. cold. <laughs> if, he, if he's getting it's a cold, warning. that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Cotton. Uh-oh. As you dream, you find yourself in a massive open field staring up at a mountainside where you see a tall, dark tower that looms over beneath this field. Do I recognize it? No. Not any recent history would tell you where this place would be. Hmm. As you stare up and... You begin to get this strange feeling, almost as if, just beyond the trees, something is bordering it. Almost as if it could approach you at any point in time, but deciding not to leave its spot. It's not leaving its spot, but I guess curiosity that killed the cat, she would probably walk towards that. As you turn around to go walk towards it, you look at it and you see up in the sky this blaring red blood moon. And you feel something feral deep within you. Calling. Clawing. Something desires to hunt within you. As you stare up at that blood moon. I don't know what she'd take from it, because she's she's felt the beast trigger before, but she's never been she's never had the desire to hunt anything. As suddenly a massive downwind comes from 
the side of that mountain as it feels like a pulse and energy before you hear the sounds of fleeing creatures and birds taking to the sky as you look back up the mountain you notice that the sky has been split and rendered asunder and from it a rain of blood begins to drip down towards that tower I'm assuming she knows what that is, considering it's a pretty significant piece of history. This is an event known as the Reign of Blood. Yeah. The night that Baldaston as a kingdom had fell. As you begin to see as the entire mountainside begins to turn black. And as you stand in the field down below, you begin to see life is degrading, the trees are becoming blighted, and that floral that floral fields are slowly being turned to sand. You get this faint feeling that a message has been sent to you. A warning. Winry. <laughs> As you begin to rest, you hear a voice calling out to you. Uh, Winry will. <clears throat> Winry will probably call out to the voice. Just hello. Who's there? It is me. It is you. It is us. Oh! Oh, the, the, the Klinghex, the wielders! As you begin to acknowledge the voices, one of them approaches, as you see, appearing before you is this tall elven woman with what looks like to be this long brown hair and this almost platinum-like armor that surrounds her and that same gloved arm that reaches up to the shoulder. We promise to have spoken. It looks like we finally have the opportunity. Okay. I am Alexandria the White. Alright, Alexandria the White. Does this name ring a bell to her? Or when are we being isolated, she probably wouldn't have heard it. It is I would say it is one of the many names that are inscribed on the Kling Hex. Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, writing down for the notes here. Yeah. Well then, Alexandria the White. When did you have the Klinghex? I was its first wielder. The first? Well, perhaps you know a little bit more of the early history then. I would. It was during the time of the Feywild Mom. 
Many kingdom decided that they wanted mages to fight on the front lines. My mother would have none of that. She created the Kling Hex as a weapon to defend those who wish to seek freedom. Unfortunately, her will burrowed deep within the Kling Hex. Her overprotectiveness would also create a unalterable effect on those who wielded the weapon. From my no understanding, so far things have <laughs> required me to have something of a contract with this thing. Is that part of it? That was my doing. Ah. In order to assure that the Kling Hex would be wielded by those who would see it used properly, I created the contract rule. Unfortunately, it also means that eventually you might have to continue to kill throughout the entirety of your existence. Hmm. So, my guess is, short of losing my arm, the Klinghex is mine for good. Those who decide to bear it cannot remove it. I thought so. Thus far, it's proven a very powerful... I don't want to say tool asset, I suppose. Is there anything more that I need to be wary of with this? I believe that might be a conversation for the rest of the wielders one day. Save for well, this. Yes. Whatever you do, do not satiate that blade with your allies' blood. That is not something you come back from. And it is a lesson I learned far too late. I am sorry that it was a lesson you had to suffer with, but... Thank you for warning me. I will take it to heart. And Winry will bow her head. As you bow down and you look up, you see a blood moon. Just off in the distance, in the black and shadow. Something's coming. You feel a faint warning from it. I have a feeling Holly. that this. Oh, sorry. Oh. I thought we weren't done. No, <laughs> <laughs> no by all means. Uh. I appreciate the warning. I will take it to heart and... <sighs> Eventually, Wenry is probably gonna... Probably toss and turn as well. I don't think anybody's getting a solid night of sleep. Ollie. You... Find yourself in a familiar place tonight. In your dreams, you dream the temple at home. 
and you see that giant pond of red. You stare at the reflection from it back to you. Be you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I was just making sure that I heard everything and was thinking. Okay. He, she, leans forward and runs her hand across her own face in the reflection. As you do, it is much like the same viscosity of wax, but none of the heat that comes from it. It is cold and icy. It is as bitter as a winter day, as it dries and cracks on your hand. And you look back down at the reflection, you see a plain white mask. She takes a deep breath. My lady. Doesn't really respond. One of my friends almost went to you today. Thank you for reaching in and helping. See as the mask almost as if nothing was wearing it just falls and then turns and then sinks deeper into the red. Or you can no longer Holly's see Holly's gonna slide her arm into the wax deeper, kind of like she's following that mask. And as she'll you, keep reaching. As you reach down and you sink your entire arm in, you lose your balance as you fall completely in and find yourself sinking deep down beneath, following the mask. As you go and try and reach the mask, I need you to make a make me a wisdom saving throw. Nineteen. Okay. All right. As you and get close to the mask and you wrap your fingers around it, you suddenly feel your mind lurch back as you see several visions passing you by and suddenly your feet become firm and you stand before what looks like to be a line of people that go far 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 back and one of the more familiar faces is that of one of your mothers she looks down the line of people and then looks up at her mother and I think for the first time in a long time in her dreams um, she smiles at her. As you smile it's been a long time. 
as you smile and all the faces look towards you before you begin to notice all the way towards the back you notice another individual a pair of golden yellow eyes and standing next to them is a a beautiful tall figure of shadow with the same white mask in your hand Holly's gonna walk toward them all while pulling the mask toward her own face because she feels like perhaps this is hers to fit as you do you place the mask on your face you're able to see two true figures a small elven woman and a massive golden dragon she looks between them and in confusion before you take off the mask and you see that the forms return back As you get a close look, you see what looks like to be a very well-kept young man with a pair of golden eyes, very yellow like yours. There are many a tale that tell of an individual like this, the first ever crow father, known as Balthazar. Holly dips her head in respect and says Crowfather, are you are you the one they call Balthazar? See that there is some weight before the eyes look up towards you? It's an honor. Do not honor the dead. My time had passed. I did my service to this world, and I kept the balance. See, stairs and points towards that long line of people that reaches back to you. This is the legacy I left behind. I am part of your legacy? Directly? She looks at you. See that there is a faint nod. Is that why your eyes are like mine? No one else has had eyes like mine. 
I believe that you, you are different. You'll I used to hear it whispered at the temple. You will probably the be last. the last. Correct. Something the last of what? Probably be the last. What will be of us? She looks panicked. <laughs> the the last of our line, the last of the Raven Queen's followers. I, I don't understand what you mean by the last of us. The last crow father. I... How, how can I be the last? There are so many back at the temple. You mistake the notion of what Crowfather means. They are champions of the Raven Queen. But you... You are her chosen last. In time, the gods will flee. And one must take their place. It is yet to be decided who. The cardinal truth uh. of all gods is that they are cowards. And you must be prepared to fight for your lives. Because no one else will. That's a dreadful thing to say. I. Are you implying that the Raven Queen would abandon her own people? That any of the gods would abandon their people? That is a matter between you and them. This is a warning. The future is full of strife. The gods cannot all save you. You must be prepared. I hear your words, Crowfather, but my faith will remain steady. Then I hope that you fly high. And I or hope that you rest well. As you see his, 
His figure falls into the ground as well as the rest of all the others. Your certainty with that mask becomes very apparent. And as you drift into the blackness, rest finally comes Roloy. Yep, that's me. You find yourself standing in a massive open green field full of wind, calm, light, and life. As you stare out into the endless expanse, you hear a voice, and a tap on your shoulder. Uncle Roy. Hmm? Huh? As you go and look and turn, you see a young fire genasi woman looking at you. Is everything okay? Do I know you? Come on. You don't have to play with me like that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give her a once-over and I'll try and see if I recognize her. Sure. As you look at her, she's standing somewhere around six foot two. Is pretty muscular in her own way. Wearing what looks like to be a pirate's attire and to her side, a very familiar sword. Hmm. Have I seen her before? A memory would tell you yes, only this time more destructive. Hmm. Ah. No, I know you. And why would you play a joke like that? You know me. Always playing jokes. So, what have you been up to? Just getting things ready. Well, heading into the void is a terrifying notion. Hmm. Also, there's no exact certainty on whether or not I'll be landing in the right direction, either, so... A lot of my trust is put on you. But, well, Mom and Dad already did that before, so... I don't have to worry about it. I suppose, then, for posterity's sake, we should run through our preparations one more time. Right. We need to make sure that there is no faulty in sending me back. Mm-hmm. 
And it's going to be... And how can we assure that? Well, you are the one who's capable of changing time. So I would hope that at least you might have a grander detail than that. Hmm. I mean, if I meet the younger version of you, I imagine there might be some more confusion. Probably quite a bit of confusion, but it shouldn't be too big of a deal. I mean, as long as you don't go too young. When would you say is probably the worst part of your age? Like Worst part of my age? Yeah, it's like, were you like a, a local bad boy in your 20s? Oh, I was nice to everyone. Uh, I bet you were. Well, I would have to say, worst part was probably was getting close to becoming an adult. Because that's when the hunt caught up. So I guess we have to avoid that. Yes. Don't get on the hunt's back side. Whatever you do. I may have thwarted their plans in this timeline, but there's no telling what will happen when you go back. It's weird to believe that I get to see them I get to see them before everything that happened happens, so. Pray for the best. <laughs> Praying? The gods aren't looking at where we're going, sweetheart. Skill and a little luck. That's all we need. Thank you, Uncle Roy. Hmm. As she extends out a hand and reaches, hoping and praying. He'll reach a hand out to her and, and shake her hand. And as you do, a surge of magical energy exits between the two of you as another flash of memories begins to envelop your mind. And you hear a voice in the corner of your ear messing around, are we? Oh no. That's not good. I've warned you before. Play with the timelines. You mess with time. It tends to bite back. For that voice exits, and then you find yourself waking up on the ship. 
and as a new morning begins. Everyone looked like they haven't slept. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that could have been a better night, but I suppose it wasn't too bad. Do we all have weird dreams again? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think I've got a warning. Why does this keep happening? All right. Well, because you went poking I mean, your nose into it, I feel like I might as well tell you. Well, your patron breaking your arm. Then sure. Uh, I got a warning from the blood moon. Okay, that that that's ominous. Well, remember how I warned you all about the chimerism and lycanthropy. Like, the look of, oh god, what's happening? (laughs) You're not the only one who saw the blood moon. I saw it in my dream. Taps on that. And because you went poking around to figure out what this thing is, Roloy. Anyone else had off of a weird dream? Yes, actually. (laughs) I talked to one of the wielders of the Klinghex. Does anyone know about Alexandria the White? No. Uh... Yes, uh, to all of you that are history buffs, um, (laughs) Alexandria the White. (laughs) Alexandria the White is a well-known figure from uh, from Alanor. She rebelled against what was the current king, who had tried to enlist all the mages around the kingdom in order to fight the war within the Favot Mach. She was so good at what she did in in magical arts in avoiding the in avoiding the, I guess, drafting if you will, for the kingdom that it inspired many others to her cause causing there to be a split between the kingdoms. Uh, this led to why Alanon currently sits the way it does, which is why every every uh, every city is its own kingdom as a city-state, even though Aurario in itself is the capital of Alanon. So the way that it works is that they're all generally independent, but willing to work with each other should things come to a proper agreement. And that all started with Alexandria the White. However, towards the end of her life, she had grown mad, and uh, over the course of many years had slain more people, even some innocents, for unknown reasons. Well, I solved a little bit of that mystery for her. See this thing on my arm? I figure I might as well tell you all. Uh, this thing is called the Klinghex. It's so lovely and pretty, and it does a lot of death and stuff. But the problem is, I have to keep killing with this thing. I have to make a promise on somebody I gotta kill, and I think that might have been part of the tail end for Alexander's thing. But beyond that, she warned me, first off, that it will keep doing this. Second, to never turn it on any of my friends. Not that I ever will. And third, I saw a blood red moon in the sky. Okay, that's two for two on blood red moon. <laughs> Does this ship have a brig or something? 
I'm sorry, say it one more time. Does this ship have a brig or something? Because, uh, when's the blood moon? Uh, it, it should have a brig. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, Marad, I, I think, I think we're storing some stuff in there. Yeah. You may have to put me in that. Well, we know that the Nightwish can take it. When we will reach over not. to one of the railings and pat the wood affectionately. I would prefer to add additional reinforcements. No, no offense, honey, but you do pack quite a punch. That is both a compliment and scary at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll prepare that. Hmm, well, knowing what I know now, that would explain a lot. What do you mean? That's right, we haven't heard from you or Holly. Well, I was um, talking about the, uh... I was talking about the clean hex. Oh. Is that what she was so upset about the other day? Oh, yeah. Yes. Poking so, into the origins <clears throat> of such an obviously dangerous artifact, and now an can you obviously blame me dang- for being... An obviously dangerous artifact, sure. But the fact that you didn't even ask to try to figure out what this thing was. If you asked, I would have gladly let you. But no, you had to use magic on me, and you used your familiar to do it. Now you made me mad Everyone else has eyebrows raising. (laughs) Well, how was I supposed to know it was safe? After all, it's cursed. Well, for the fact that I'm not dead yet. I mean, there's worse things than death. Yeah. I've had this thing on my arm for months now. Well, things are getting more complicated. Mm-hmm. If you've had it on your arm for months, and you have to always be hunting someone, then who are you hunting? At the moment, my contract lies with, uh, with Viscal. Mirad, oh, that makes sense. you saw him at the uh, Pirate Council. Yeah, I remember him. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's the man that uh, very nearly, you know, obliterated my island before I met Cotton. The Pirate Lord. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Pirate yeah. Lord. Well, we have to fight him at some point, so I guess that makes sense. So at this point, my contract stands with him, and uh, I will probably be taking more time to train and get better with this thing. Hmm. I could probably share with you what I learned about it as well. That might make things go a bit more smoothly. Please do, Roloy. <clears throat> You're welcome. <laughs> Roloy? What? I, you, we, you go, going we, go, we go on a big time skip lecture of everything that happens with the Kling Hex because, oh my god, that is a <laughs> fucking Okay, so make sure you have your magic or you will die, basically. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) So, that was a nice divergence. Um, I'm so sorry, Holly, Roloi. I didn't hear about your dreams. Uh... All we know is... Why don't you start? Um, hmm... Mine's a bit complicated. I wouldn't say that mine is any less complicated. Um, uh, well, one of my ancestors 
might have implied that the gods will abandon us. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, is that all? <laughs> hmm. I mean, I think that adds complications for someone like yourself. Just adds complications um, for everybody, whether you believe in wait, them or not. No, wait. Does that mean that she's gonna leave? Is that a good or a bad thing? Fuck. <laughs> Considering she's what's keeping you alive for the most part. Yes. <sighs> Okay, that's really I'm bad, I'm around actually. to stay, darling. Mm. Did you hear that? Or is it just him? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just sees Mara just like, like something, like a wet willy. Oh, just so only he heard ear. that then. <laughs> just yeah, that only he heard it, but we all saw him. <laughs> <laughs> and that shudder just... <laughs> okay, she says she's here to stay, so... Goody? <sighs> <laughs> but there's, there's more comfort? to that message. Uh, messages from the ancestors are very complicated, sometimes difficult to parse, and maybe we shouldn't dig too deep into what he had to say. I didn't really feel comfortable with it yet. Okay, gotcha. Probably the Roy. most Holly has ever spoken. <laughs> oh, uh, also, Holly, you would notice that mask that you had in your dream is in your possession. Oh, snap! Oh, sick, sick, nasty. <laughs> well, that's she's got it in her hands and just <gasps> she's got it like tucked into her belt I'm assuming she woke up with it yeah, yeah. so Roloy what's so complicated about yours Roloy looks over at Cotton and Murad and he's like well you see it's Roloy we understand how... the deal with time yeah, so <laughs> the thing with time it's a suit is it's <laughs> a series of tubes another <laughs> 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 metaphor for the pile of fire I see <laughs> wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff uh-huh. to be soupy uh, to be soupy it okay, doesn't it's... like to be bent okay but what did you see? <laughs> Both not, of you should sit down. Okay, because I was going to say, I'm not asking you how time works. So you know how you've got a daughter? Yeah. Yes. Apparently, <clears throat> she learned some time traveling from me. From you? In the future. Neat. Wait, where's she going? <laughs> you don't know. You did. Well, okay, it was a fucking dream, so you probably couldn't she did ask mention her. into the void, but that could mean anything, really. What? No, absolutely not. Um, also, <laughs> no, wait, I'm like, you're never going to hear that. Allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed into the void. You're going to be grounded. Absolutely not, young lady. <laughs> No way I'm traveling. Absolutely not. She will be going into the void like she's hearing this in real time. Exactly. Like like Zara's standing right next to you. Yeah! Yeah. The void! Didn't we know that they're going after the sand tide and that also has to deal with time? Yeah, about that. Uh, there was also maybe another potential future I might have glimpsed when we were in the crazy temple place. Oh. Uh-huh. 
I don't think you want to know. Rilar, you cannot just say that and not say into the void. Just spill it. I'll tell you. I'm just saying I don't think you want to know. Hmm. So, you know how you have a daughter? (laughs) Yes, I know. Yes. Well, apparently, she learns how to time travel. And she kills us all. Oh. What? She what? She kills us all. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting is a word that could be described by numerous things. Well, that whole temple thing was fucking with all of us, so... (laughs) I'm gonna choose to not believe that one. It's that's hard just to swallow. Me. She kills all of us without some context, and dreams never have context. And well, says, now that I've told you, mm-hmm. I don't know what could happen. That's true. No future is actually cement. It's many paths and it's crazy. soup. <laughs> it's soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just be very careful with iterations of our daughter since apparently there's multiple of them that learn time travel yep you're you're sure you taught time travel pretty sure that was me in the dream she called me uncle roy i'm sorry what yeah well i'm a part of the family now bitches (laughs) god damn it congratulations (laughs) getting invited to all the feasts well, it's... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'll accept it. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Could have been worse. She could have called you though. Peepaw. Yeah. <laughs> I am, yeah. I am the youngest. I'm the yeah. funky uncle. The funkle? The funkle? <laughs> funkle Roy. Yeah. That and works. That, what, would, what, what would that make Holly and me? Oh god, I'm probably grandma. Why would you be grandma? <laughs> I am the oldest. Strangely, yeah, but couldn't you be like the cool aunt? old aunt? I'll take that. Grandma is uh, officially Mirad's mother's title. Ah, well, I would not dare to take that from her. Yeah, I think she would fight you on that. But Cotton kind of pauses for a second. She can't remember what this woman looks like or what her name is. She just knows you have one. Uh, you can go over the walk. family albums later. <laughs> yeah, no, Cotton actually walk. has a blank look for a second. They're like, wait. <laughs> well, it's just the sound of hit him about it. I'm sure I have a picture of her somewhere. This memory stuff is awful. It's okay. Like, you're... You're lucky you have a husband who actually just carries a bunch of family photo sentimental painting nonsense with them. <laughs> All right, so uh, who wants breakfast? <laughs> right, breakfast. I probably want breakfast. should make that. <laughs> As, uh, but no one, asked, you... no one answered uh, my question, though. Oh. Does anyone know when the blood moon is? Oh. Um, uh, hold on, I think see. we have a calendar somewhere around here. Uh, let's see. Picking from memory or survival, I believe, is the best option. 
Or off uh, the top of the head. I'll say for the sake of those of you who have a decent history uh, and nature, you would know that there is supposed to be one tonight. Oh, oh, geez. I'm afraid Uh, I've got some bad news. Okay, so how about how about we first get some food and then uh, let's uh, let's let's clear out that brig because yeah. uh, uh, you're gonna want to be yeah. ready for that. I'm uh, having a curfew today. Okay. All right. I'll, I will cook everybody up something, uh, and everyone can have some new goodies as well on the side of their breakfast to take along with them. Because um, we all love the snacks that Mirad makes. Yeah, they only last eight hours before they spoil, so. That's... Cotton just like pats the side of the ship, going, "I'm sorry ahead of time." <laughs> I um, could probably just put you to sleep. I don't think that's how this works. We can definitely try, though. It's good to yeah. experiment <laughs> and see if we can actually. Oh, I wonder if I could charm you and then make you normal. Mm. Uh, I still don't think uh, that's how I think like, our safest bet. Works. I think our safest bet is just to uh, knock her out. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, probably the sleep. Or knocking out. Either way, you're gonna have to probably. It gave on, me this like, urge to hunt in that dream. Yeah. So. Yeah. To hunt. Ooh. Yeah. As a lot of you, you have been. <laughs> as a lot of you have been talking and making noise, you do hear a couple of uh, footfalls towards the top of the ship as you notice that. Some Alanonian soldiers uh, who are currently flanking the sides of a general has come to meet all of you. Oh, good morning. Uh, I suppose breakfast can wait. Uh, I'm in the middle of making it. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) stop. Hey, general, you want some too? (laughs) Pancakes? Basically. (laughs) Yes. It's like it we have plenty for all. Says, Kiss the captain. <laughs> Kiss the captain. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, it, it would be a part of the uh, the morning breakfast uh, scenario here as you see that the general comes over. Well, looks like the whole of you are up and about. So, I do have a couple of the notable requests I have told you about last night. Yes. I am in need of those who are capable of working on the dock side, moving boxes around. Hopefully, you. <laughs> well, then I suppose that you will take the job there. Keep an ear out for those who talk a bit more than usual. I will do my best. Next. I need somebody that is willing to help out around the cafeteria, as there is more than enough individuals who will be crossing there this morning, especially considering it's the only place that they'll be able to eat peacefully. Well, I mean, I can help with that, but they're going to feel very sad when I leave. (laughs) Honestly, his cooking is the best, so... (laughs) See, a smile runs across her face. I mean... I I look forward to hearing the complaints. (laughs) Wow. Next, 
is I will need help burying some of our dead. Yeah, I'll take that one. That's a comfort zone. See who you might be able to hear from their grievances. Next, I need a couple of individuals who might be able to work some of the paperwork that has been piling up now that I am not... Now that I am down a rather efficient individual until further notice. Is it unethical to have them continue doing the paperwork? (laughs) Well, given he's under investigation, Roloy, yes. Yes. So, I suppose you and I will be doing that, Roloy? Oh, if we must. You write down spells, so what's the difference? (laughs) To be fair... The the difference is some are magical and the others are boring. (laughs) To be fair, you do have good handwriting. That is true. You want to bury bodies with me instead? It'll at the very least be be legible. Time to break out the glitter gel pens. (laughs) 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 Hell yeah. (laughs) Do it all in glitter. (laughs) Alright. As she gives all of you a nod, and by all means, try and make it to your stations as quickly as possible. Our help is well and appreciated. And then as soon as you're done for the day, I will give you an official notice to allow the uh, blockade to let you through without an issue. And I imagine that there will be plenty of happy sailor who will be willing to make friends with a lot of you. And probably even buy some of your wares. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Now we just need to come up with some good wares. Hey, Rolla, can you press the ditch date up a box? Guys, shh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, those wares that we like, absolutely already have. Merit's like, hey guys, it's best not to have this conversation. <laughs> I was doing that. I was doing that out of character. I don't know about the rest of okay, y'all. Good. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned it was out of character. They could sell this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have it. I'll be back at the fort if any of you need me. By all means, you're welcome to take a knock at my very open door at the moment. As we might see, be able to help with that, too. <laughs> I mean, if you need a carpenter, like I, I also know some wood and smithing work as well, but uh, I digress. I, I'll help in the kitchen regardless. <laughs> all right. As she she gives a Alanonian salute before returning back towards the fort, as all of you have been given a task. Let's do it. Alright. So, for right now, to start with, I'm going to have all of you roll me Initiative. This is non combat. This is non combat uh, initiative. Now I get the nice roll of 19. I got a 16. Living that life, aren't we? Mm hmm. Uh, I got a 10. Where's my marker? Did you throw it again? I swear to God, I didn't. Is it in your pocket? Is 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 it behind the compressor? (laughs) <laughs> Not this time. Um, <laughs> as a heads up, Aaron. Merritt did hand her like one of the the goodies because he makes extras. Because yeah, the general. Yeah. 
as a sampling of the many delicious goods he can make. She's going to be back on our ship at lunchtime. <laughs> she, she, well, like, Mira's going to be working in the kitchens, so... <laughs> do, 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 do. So... <laughs> is a 16, Mirad is a 10. House, house husband Mirad. <laughs> At it again. Let's see, Holly is an 11. And the Cotton is a 19. Yep. Alrighty. So, Cotton, mm-hmm. as you break off from the rest of the crew, and you make your way over by one of the many docks. You see what are the very well-built individuals, physically, uh, between half-orcs, genasis, uh, even some elves, even though they kind of look a little bit more slimmer than usual. Elves are Uh, elves, man. They're their own thing. (laughs) (laughs) And what looks like to be this rather like really jacked dwarf <laughs> just straight cut good for him <laughs> as they are just like walking by just like holding up one of these massive boxes with a single hand just overhead how did it eh? good morning <laughs> as basically they stop and the massive box as it turns you have to dodge a bit out of the way you got some fuzzy feet, don't you? Among other things, <laughs> yes. Anyways. <laughs> he can't uh, really see above the box. She'll, oh, okay, she'll lift the box for him. <laughs> yeah, as you lift the box, oh, 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 oh. Oh. You're a bit strange, aren't you? I'm complicated, but that's okay. Well, I don't really have to deal with complicated if you're capable of doing this. Yeah, and this is what I'm here to help with. Oh, you got sent on this job over here. Well, well and welcome. We got a couple of other big boxes over there who needs the shipment sent back up to the fort. Ever since what happened last night, that was quite messy. Very. Thanks for putting right. me in the right direction. Right, Do you right. want this back? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, is it back? You just see as it slowly begins to move again. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, she's like six I'm foot sorry, something to him. So yeah, uh, that's as, such a funny vision. <laughs> as you begin to pick up some of the boxes, you begin to also hear some uh, some chatter amongst some of the dots. Um, from your passive perception, I would say you hear about there being a. Uh, Something that's been hiding amongst the fortress for some time, mm-hmm. and that they are 100% sure at some point that the assault could have happened from there. And you hear another sailor kind of just talk off to the side, it's like, oh, you're full of shite. Fuck off. <laughs> I'd like to point out that she doesn't have to look in a direction to hear it, considering the ears, so they just swivel towards wherever she's hearing these sounds. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, one of the, uh, the Orkin individuals is like, I'm telling ya, I've seen, I've seen exactly where somebody could have possibly hid. Like, 
Yeah, then why don't you tell the general? Because nobody would ever believe me. You go tell the general. I got work to do. <laughs> they just Is keep she standing this nearby or? Uh, you're standing kind of adjacently enough to be able to hear them kind of talk. It's really passive. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to walk by carrying some of the boxes, uh, impressively, you are the one who's moving the quickest amongst many of the, uh, <laughs> the rabble <laughs> around here. And one of the, uh, one of the, uh, uh, well, I would say the exact same dwarf by the time you make it back up and he begins to see your pile of boxes and barrels beginning to grow a little bit bigger than his. So like, Oh no, now it's a good Keep it up, you're going to show us all up and then we have to work twice as hard. As I he mean, laughs. In your, as he just laughs. <laughs> if it means it gets done quicker. Well, yeah. And also, if it gets done quicker, then we get to go to break a little bit quicker. And then Agreed. we get the free meal. <laughs> Sounds like we have a common goal. Yes. What's your name, lass? My name is Cotton. And yours? Uh, Gareth. Nice to meet you, Gareth. As you see, it's like the short individual, like reaching out his hand as far up as possible. She'll like kneel a little bit, like very carefully shake his hand, obviously keeping the fingers outstretched so she doesn't claw his hand open. Oh, wow. So, uh, I hope you don't blame me asking, how did all that happen? Like, all of this? Um, it's kind of a bit of a trauma to talk about that one. Ah, well then, let's not bother with it. I don't suppose uh, me prying would be exactly a good conversation starter? Unfortunately not. I don't like withholding things, but it's, like I said, complicated. Oh, fair enough. Well then, we got a few more boxes and barrels, let's go! Yep, she'll accompany him happily. He seems to be a nice guy. <laughs> As you continue and... See... Over... Within that massive... Uh... Within that massive uh, library, alongside with Roloy, you know, what looks like to be the ever-stacking paperwork as you see soldiers come in and out uh, with reports and several individuals, like, seeing these two random individuals is like, uh, I, oh, you don't mind me asking, where is Lieutenant Rudius? Uh, it is Batch. a little bit complicated. He's sick. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we're substituting for him at the moment. He's indisposed. Um, but no worries. We are friends of uh, Mr. Thatch. Uh, this is Roloy. My name is Wendy. And uh, first off, I suppose we should start with how do you organize everything? Because my goodness, this is quite the mess. Uh,. We would just leave this all to Lieutenant Thatch, um, as he kind of just puts a pile of papers ah, down. That's why there's... He leans over to, to Winry. That's why there's two of us. Ah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, Roloy, if you're good with doing the paperwork, I am more than happy to do the organization. Otherwise, uh, we could uh, swap. What do you think? I think I, think I, could, I could do that. All right, and uh, let me take a look at how he sorts things out then. And uh, Winry will probably, 
Are there like file cabinets or the equivalent of? There are what looks like to be uh, these uh, these many like stacking shelves, and in them with what looks like to be folder boxes that you could slide out and then place in and then slide back. All right. Well, Wenry will pop open a few and see, okay, is this where A, B, C, D, so on and so forth? Yeah, it, it's a very unique system, but it's easy to kind of pick up on. Uh, thank God for the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> uh, who, is this, who is this magician Dewey Decimal? And where yeah. may I learn of his magical arts of file organization? I think it was the kid Dewey. <laughs> I believe that may have been his last name, but you have a good point. Is his first name Decimal? Uh, oh my God. Decimal, I believe, be implies elven. the system. It must be open. Who knows? Who knows? So <laughs> maybe like no paperwork. Who knows? As you two are having this conversation, more papers keep coming through. <laughs> All right. Oh, I suppose gods. we should get started. Uh, Roland, right. uh, you you start with this paperwork. I'll get started on some, and then I'll have some to file away while you work. <laughs> All right. As you guys are running back and forth and kind of uh, reading through, understanding what's on the pieces of paper and some of the many uh, files... Uh, you're given a stamp to just basically approve and then move it off to the side. Um, as the day goes by, you begin to also hear some chatter amongst some of the soldiers who are kind of just waiting in line to see what paperwork uh, needs to get dropped off next. Uh, Rollo and Winry, go ahead and just roll me a, uh, uh, a perception check. Oh boy. Perception. How's a nat 20 sound to you? Oh, that sounds really good. I need to find my perception real quick. Wow, that that sounds really good. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That one on the floor. Yeah. Floor dice. Oh no. Did it register? Uh, Probably not. Uh, no, I don't think it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah? Looks like it rolled a a, a four. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Well, you're you're Uh, wrapped up in the paperwork. I'm just just here putting things away, so. I can go ahead and I can use a... Should I use a kernel shift right here? Up to you. Maybe. (laughs) How many do you work today? Nah, I'm, I'm getting wrapped up in the paperwork. Like, I don't have any time to really spy on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Winry, oh, you God, do hear. This is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Winry, Winry I got you this. you do hear. Um, as your ears are burning, hearing... Uh, <laughs> you hear an individual... Uh, one of uh, a half-elf individual talking with a human uh, woman that they've been hearing that something had happened with uh, with Rudius and he got himself thrown into the uh, into holding down below and that they're trying to figure out if whether or not he was the cause of the uh 
of the attack from last night. And you hear as the elven woman says, I wouldn't imagine he would ever do such a thing. I mean, given, you know, he does have to do pretty much all the paperwork around here. You know, people make mistakes. He probably didn't see. One of the barrels could have possibly been you know, rigged to charge. Uh, had a rigged charge. And I'll be also honest. There are more than enough shady individuals within this fort to make me believe that it could have been set up. And you see as they both kind of laugh at the idea that there's a betrayer among them. Well, it's good to hear that they don't really think he did anything. Wenry murmurs to herself as she's probably high up on another shelf, putting away more papers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's getting a workout, going up and down ladders. <laughs> As you are currently scurrying about amongst uh, amongst all the paperwork, you guys manage to cut your workload quite a bit after uh, much back and forth and getting a hang of it. As we move to Holly, Holly, uh, you and Alexis are spending a great deal of time digging graves and also putting bodies into boxes to be sent home. Gotcha. As you begin to give prey and rights to those who passed here, there is a a gentle breath that comes through that <sighs> things are things have always been like this for you. As you see as Alexis kind of just nudges you a bit. Never thought I'd be packing away bodies to be sent back to Aurario. But here I am. And why wouldn't you think that? All we've done on our lives is pack and bury and pray over bodies. I was hoping for at least some semblance of peace after the first assault, but the second assault seemed much more violent. It's a shame, isn't it? To see the balance so tipped in one direction. I don't imagine it would be for the first time. This world's history is rife with war and people killing each other for small gains and hope for a greater victory. Even if it's not the first time, it still sucks. Oh yes, no, definitely. But it all ends up somewhere. You know, souls go straight to the Raven Queen, and we earn her blessing, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when she says that, Holly kind of like shifts a little and puts her hand on the mask for a second before continuing to move. She would notice that as she looks at you. Is something wrong? I had a weird ass dream last night. Given who you are, that doesn't seem like it's a far fetched possibility. 
what does that mean? Everyone is always saying, give it who you are. Like, I'm not just another scamp that was brought up at the temple. I mean, I know I was, and I know Mark is, but, you know, you're the daughter of the High Priestess, and you're also the daughter of a well-known crow father. Your legacy is... is Exhausting? Partially, yes. But there's probably more responsibility than you might fully recognize. Might have to interact with that. Oh, yeah. I know. I just don't know how to parse it. It's easy to say from the sidelines, there's a lot of responsibility you could be doing, you could have to But it's different when you're when you're in it, when you're actually in it, and she's like making hand motions. I don't I don't know. Nobody nobody knows what to do with this. You and I are given lessons all our lives, and she's like packing things in a box like really fast. Yeah, like having putting like, a, a nervous body reaction into the box, <laughs> yeah. and then pulling over the lady, and just hammer, hammer. <laughs> she's doing somebody it so, off on like, the side, just fast and rough <laughs> and instinctual, yeah. and she's like, all our lives we get these lessons, and we are taught these prayers, and we do these things over and over and over again, and every single day, I have to talk to some old lady who lost her husband and make her feel better and then know that one day maybe I'm going to have to pack one of my friends or maybe something like that in a, this box and, and then I had to bury mom and all that and I don't I've I've never gotten a chance to sit with it Sorry No it's she look it's Weird to see you like this. Holly emoted. <laughs> she looks You're... at the dead body in the box and she just goes, sorry. <laughs> like it's the body cares. <laughs> the body just throws up a thumbs up and it goes back down. <laughs> it's like, I it's I all wrong. Right. That one. <laughs> It sounds like you have a lot of your own problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Don't come to me, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that you're actually more self-aware than usual, if that makes sense. I'm not saying that you're questioning duty, I am saying that you're questioning the meaning. And it's something that we're all prone to do. If it makes you feel better, all of this does have purpose. And fortunately, we also need to process that purpose as well. You just pulled one of your best friends from the brink of death. And you did it in a way that is entirely unique to you. But I would recommend actually sitting down and reflecting 
on what this all means for you before you decide to move forward. Because if you don't, eventually it's all gonna, I suppose, blow up in your own face. Every step I've ever taken has had a next step behind it. Like, everything that we do is so procedural that I never stopped to wonder why the procedure was in place or why I was made the way I was. And I'm so used to having you and Mark and it's not that... I don't know. I have my new friends, and they're wonderful. But they're all also wrapped up in their own thing, and somehow each of us is wrapped into each other's thing. And it's complicated and big. And I'm used to being simple and a little maybe bloodthirsty, and this is more complicated than I'm accustomed to. Then focus on you. Focus on you first before you start focusing on everyone else. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? By all means. She pulls up the mask and shows it to her. Have you ever seen this before? Looks like the mask of our ladyship. Why? I thought so too, but I just was hoping maybe it was different. She goes over and she kind of extends a hand out. Gives it to her. I got it from my dream. As... You can tell she does have certain magical abilities given her given her own abilities. Mm-hmm. It's strange, but it does have power to it. I'm not exactly sure what kind of power, but I would say either it's a gift of your ancestor or our ladyship, or Perhaps at some point in the future, when it seems right, you should put it on. You never know what happens next. Oh. Puts it back in her belt. I don't know about all that. Picks up another body. Yeah. <laughs> it just. <laughs> just... <laughs> Alrighty. And long that. You're red. Howdy. As you find yourself currently standing behind a uh, a counter full of many cooking utensils and the fresh smells of late afternoon cookings and meats and bakes uh, baked goods and 
an unbelievable amount of decent vegetables, but not salads. Of course not. <laughs> you can have cabbage, but you cannot have salads. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and you see as the long line that is made circles around out the door and then along that pathway from earlier as everyone's kind of looking forward to the food that you seemingly have quickly become popular over in the morning <laughs> you open your fucking mouth <laughs> as every dish comes with a big chunk of roasted beef and a couple of sweet rolls as well as a nice helping of creamed corn uh, a a perfectly spiced and lovely set of brussels sprouts and what is referred to as jus from Ooh. the meat drippings oh man you're making Lord. me want another dinner dude Ah, <laughs> uh, my element. <laughs> <laughs> Just like standing there, is like yes. <laughs> as uh, as many of the line cooks kind of are taken aback in awe, uh, make me a perception check. You got it, and I do have my. Um, my Whispers of the Dead feature attached to my perception, so it does have a plus two instead of... Uh, so I got a uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. As you begin to listen and hear some of the several individuals standing in line waiting for their portion, uh, one individual as such, a, uh, a gnomish, very old gnomish individual discussing with a uh, a rather lanky-looking half-elven uh, man, as you hear the back and forth of there being something out to the north end of the fort, as uh, anybody that got close was nearly assaulted at, and they have sent a small league of guards to deal with it, but they haven't heard back from anyone all morning. Uh, another passing is uh, the uh, this weird conversation between a human man and uh, a rather bulky uh, orcish, uh, half-orcish individual, slightly bluish skin, uh, as a kind of talking is just like I just feel really bad because like it I was the one that put the barrel there and I didn't know what was exactly inside it I just assumed it's like hey hey buddy just don't talk about it you know it doesn't seem like they're blaming you and I'm not exactly sure about Lieutenant Thatch but what it might be worth it's it might be a passing case of we just didn't know what was ultimately inside them and you probably thought they were just potatoes. I did think that they were potatoes. Exactly. As you see as he like pats his chest a bit. 
before they come over and get their plates and move on from the conversation. Mm. <laughs> as uh, as the day it turns and goes by and reaches closer towards the late afternoon, uh, thanks to the help of the entirety of the crew, and you begin to notice that there is a, a bit of a chatter of this this group of individuals who have suddenly become extremely helpful around the fort uh, very recently, and there's some sailors who have begun to discuss among themselves before they set back out to the barricade uh, or the blockade. As you all reach the afternoon and you find yourselves back towards the cafeteria, you see as some of the line cooks is like, "Thank you, Mr. Marat. Thank you so much. It's yes. it was." You managed to not just only feed the entirety of the fort, but also you managed to actually make them want to eat something for once. I mean, you just add a few spices here, you just season it there, you know. You see that there is an entire line of cooks who are all taking notes. The rest of us are like, this is so amusing. (laughs) He gives them pointers and tips and stuff like that, and just like, well, don't throw away the bones, you can actually use, like, and marinate those and use it to season the vegetables to get them to eat their greens, because sometimes it's hard to get these guys to eat their greens. I should know, like... It's just no fucking salads. We're all standing there behind him. Uh, All of you are coming up together at the cafeteria after your shifts. And you can see that a lot of bright faces who recognize all of you are seeing a certain level of popularity amongst those within the Alanonian military. After a bit of time passes, a lot of you get called up to the general's office where you begin to ascend the stairs and make it way past the now fixed door, thanks to Winry. Cotton's <laughs> keeping an eye out where the sun is, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. A touch of, uh, a touch of mending and prestidigitation really helped out. As a lot of you enter the room, as you see as she's looking at all of you you also notice that Rudius is standing next to her and you see that there is a bit of a look on his face as he looks towards the floor good I'm glad all of you are here and also I would like to thank you all again for your assistance around the fort. Do not of have. Course. I would say that all of you have managed to do more than just assist me, but also boost morale. So the dog agrees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Banjo agrees. <laughs> However, there is some bad news, Mister Thatch. As he steps over... It seems like you guys were right. Uh, How so? Charmed, in some way. A... Unknown modify memory spell had affected 
a good chunk of what I remembered. However, it wasn't by the hand of a William Well. Then who was it? An individual. Um, as I've described it to the general, somebody with starry-like eyes, but blue. Heavily cloaked. We were speaking for quite a bit of time, and then... I began to forget what it was. I do remember his name. Uh, Modius. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The player's having flashbacks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, player flashbacks. (laughs) He convinced me that I should overlook some stuff, and I I hate that I felt I was inclined to do it, even though I didn't want to. And then modifying my memory. Modius, uh, you said was his name, and he's got starry-like eyes. This is now the second Marion. The one that attacks Mirad was also, as he says, well, Merloy realized it was a Lumerian. But, but that man had red eyes. Yeah, so you see as the general leans back in the chair. So if this means that there are at least two Lumerians, I believe that this discussion needs to enter Canis's purview. Oh, the Canis got it. It's considering that um, most Lumerians are still atop the adamantine bastion, it wouldn't be beyond me that he might know something, a thing or two. Maybe. Um, you also said you wanted us to listen out for things around everywhere, right? Yes. I was wondering if that might be of any useful information as of recent. Well, I wouldn't know, but you might. Um... The only information I got off the dots, honestly, was just talking about something under this island or fort. If you need some details, I updated the notes with uh, what we had seen. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) we're talking about something hiding in the fortress. Um, And then another said that they believe they know where an infiltration might have happened. I'll call this soldier in as soon as I possibly can to discuss further of these matters. <laughs> Insert Cotton explaining who this person looked like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Well. Well. Um, oh. While Would we... you like to go first? Yes, uh, thank you very much. While we were doing that honestly monstrous amount of paperwork, Rudy, I don't know how you do it. Um, <laughs> Efficiently. Uh, apparently. Uh, so, we overheard... We just overheard some people talking about you, Rudy. Um, that 
they heard what happened, that you were in holding. But don't worry, there's a lot of people that have confidence that you weren't the one that did this. Hmm. It seems like the reinforced notion of giving him the position of lieutenant was not misgiven. See as Rudy kind of smiles a bit. Cotton just gives a little thumbs up. <laughs> Which is all the more reason why I believe, Mr. Thatch, that you need to reinforce your skills and abilities. You need to train more often. You need more hands-on experience with those who would dare to try and hurt you, or even use you. You see as his head shakes a bit. Thank you, General. Anything else? Well, I heard uh, two... two individuals, a uh, few individuals, actually, um, speaking to one another. One is rumored that there has been a little search party uh, that went up to the North Fort and have not returned yet. Uh, so that's around the rumor meal at the moment. Um, and then the other one, which is this poor half-orc gentleman, um, he was one of the individuals who were transferring one of the barrels that did end up exploding. He believed that they were just food stores uh, so he might be a little bit more sheepish to come forward and admit that he placed it um, handled the goods as well so he didn't know that what was in them he just thought it was potatoes but yes I'll have Lieutenant Thatch reach out to this soldier and we'll have a short discussion in order to reinforce his morale. It would be best to make sure that nobody ever feels that they are to blame for what had happened last night. Thank you. Of course. Also, I didn't hear any complaints about the food, so I think Mira had beat you on that assumption. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, General, if you didn't have the lunch... Oh my goodness, you were missing out. I actually did. It was very delicious. <laughs> yeah, it does like a little half bow. <laughs> 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 and looking towards Holly. And you? Well, we just were doing the burial rites and putting away the bodies. I. I was a bit distracted. It must okay. be very easy having to do such a job. You, you did go through a lot yesterday. I will say, though, I deeply appreciate for what you've done. Having two individuals who have given proper death rights, especially in a place like this, is a very rare thing, and hopefully sending back the proper bodies to their families will at least give them some form of comfort. 
think so. I think it's nice to be able to actually perform the rituals instead of having to move on the fly and actually get to put the bodies to rest. So consider it my pleasure. All things aside, all of you have done a great service, and I cannot thank you all enough. And as such, Lieutenant Thatch, as he goes and ruffles through the bag a bit and produces what looks like to be this uh, short scroll, and he hands it over to Winry. I should be able to get you past the blockade for now. Um, I would say if you need to get through the blockade again on the way back for any return trips, uh, you're probably going to have to stop by the fort in either which way. But unfortunately, I don't think General Maven Poe will be staying around for too long as she's going to be needed closer towards the Cayenne border. Well, at the very least, I suppose if we ask for you, that'll help get us in the right direction. Actually, I've been thinking about transferring him closer towards Vale. Oh. And hearing that there have been a few individuals that are in need of a... a well-talented individual, such as the lieutenant. And if he manages to complete this job, he might be looking at another promotion soon. Me? Hey. You hear that? Soon but enough, you'll be captain. And you can see that his face kind of brightens a bit at the thought of that. And you see as the general looks at him again, but you need to complete your combat training first. And you see reality sets back in. Yeah. Hmm. Step yeah, you can't step, be buddy. slacking on that. <laughs> well then. Before I have all of you go, I would like to ask a very important question. Who do we refer to you all as for this amazing service that you have provided this for? Out of character, that is a very good question. That is a very good question. The question is, is, do we we actually refer to ourselves as the Astral Corsairs? No, because pirates are in bad. Yeah. (laughs) You do not mention your pirates to a military. (laughs) Yeah. We can still keep Astral in our name, maybe, but. Astral Trading Company? No, that's not too bad. (laughs) The Astral Trading Company. It's an LLC. We're working on it. Is that what you want to go with? Sure. All rights reserved. <laughs> well, yeah, like, we do have a very starry night looking ship. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're easy we're to s- spot. We're still workshopping the name. We just kind of went with uh, what made sense. I mean, like we have a very starry ship. So Astral, yeah. Trading company. All right. Well then, thank you all. Oh, Astral C- Trading Company. <laughs> LLC. <laughs> what is Rudy looking at us like? What did we say that? <laughs> as you can see, he is very much trying to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> the, all of us look at him like, "Don't you fucking, don't you fucking say it." <laughs> yeah, you can see he's kind of just like. <laughs> funny. Well then, 
thank you all again. And hopefully our paths cross at another point where it might be more beneficial for all of you than it would be for me. Hmm. That's where I put it. <laughs> what? You found the pen? Yeah, I found it. <laughs> it was behind the iPad. <laughs> it was Cotton's behind just, something. <laughs> Cotton's just still eyeballing the sun like Okay. Like she's like keeping an eye on time. Like I gotta get back to the ship. I gotta get back to the ship in the back of her head. Yes. Uh, well, I suppose. I suppose then we should do that. Would it be a bad idea to ask if we could get some extra chains or something for our ship? It would sound weird. Uh, uh, Not not if we not if we wanted to ensure our uh, our parcels and our boxes all stayed in place because who knows it's it's been rough on the seas and hey we maybe lost a couple things off off board maybe maybe it'd be a good idea to ask for a couple of them i don't know yeah yeah keep, keep yeah. the boxes steady because we don't want the goods to get tossed overboard or damaged in transit oh yep yep that's that's just lost profits yep <laughs> <laughs> as the lot of you uh <laughs> uh make a request for uh for battening down the uh the goods uh you see as uh you all begin to leave after giving your dual goodbyes and making your way back to uh to the port sides as all of you begin to go up to the ship. You see as Rudy closely behind catching up. <sighs> uh, uh, um, oh, jeez. You okay there, yeah. Rudy? Yeah, uh, before you go. Um, uh, looking towards you, Winry. Uh, Everyone else brow yeah. raise. <laughs> you okay there? Just take your just take your time catching your breath. I know it was probably a long jog. Um it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um Um if If you don't mind me asking, um Uh, yeah. No, it. Never mind. I. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Ask her. No. Here, you want to yeah, her? Let's us. let's go uh, on ahead, guys. It's fine. Yeah, like, we'll leave like, you alone. To, Use your words, Rudy. Card- <laughs> go on ahead, guys. I'll catch up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll We're all giving him thumbs up, like you got this. But yeah, Mira's totally just Rudy, like thumbs up. I'm gonna check out what's happening on the crow's nest for no reason. As all of you slowly make your way onto the ship, and it's just Winry and and uh, and Rudy just standing on the dock. Gonna roll a stealth check for Mobius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll a stealth check for Mobius. Ooh, weasel Mobius. Yeah. Oh, 24. <laughs> Pretty high for. Is he gonna uh, start for, whispering for... lines for Rudy? <laughs> just, just see in the corner. It's <laughs> just Mobius selling him lines from the fucking crow's nest. <laughs> 
So, um, where are you heading next? Well, of course we're headed to, uh, we're headed to the pass, and then we're going to, uh, oh, I can never pronounce the name, uh, the Xi'an Sea? Uh, Xi'an Sea. Xi'an Sea. Thank you very much. Uh, so, we're, we're just looking for a few folks out there, and, uh, we're probably gonna sell off some of these goods, and we'll see what happens next. The life of a trader is constantly moving, so. Wink. Of course. <laughs> I just, um... If I become captain... And I see you again... I'm gonna ask you something really important, and I just want you to know that it would mean a lot to me if you would hear me out then. Of course. I'd, I'd hear you out any time, Rudy. We care about you. Okay. Thanks. And I promise to become strong enough to become a captain. Shoot for captain. But once you get there, don't forget to keep shooting higher. I know you can do it, Rudy. Yeah. You you had every instinct to survive on that island for as long as you did. And then we picked you up. Next we hear about you after we drop you off. You're a lieutenant. Well, I wouldn't have become a lieutenant if it were not for all of you. And I suppose it was the right kind of morale boost that I needed. Well, good. Well, then, when I next hear from you, when we next meet up, when you're captain, I will be more than ready to hear out what you have to say. Alright. You see that there is a... now a, a face of focus, more than... More than usual, as you saw what was a panicked individual from before last night to a little bit more of a stern adult before you. And see as he holds out a hand. Till next time. Winry will, uh, She'll not only take the hand, she'll she'll firmly grasp it just in like that firm handshake uh uh jeez. How the hell do I describe it? Uh it's 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 like that meme of the two muscular arms just grasping each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's she's giving him a firm, confident handshake. Right. I'll see you soon. See you soon. The moment she turns around, we all scramble. <laughs> yeah. He does a Alanonian salute, and he returns back to the fort with a much firm and skit to the step. <laughs> Winry will uh, uh, look look after him, hands on her hips, just like Captain. He would leave himself at just Captain. That man could be a general if he wanted. 
Oh, oh well. Dense little one. <laughs> <laughs> and so she turns around and she starts to proceed towards the uh, towards the ship. As, uh, as Everyone you Everyone doing pass. their most inconspicuous <laughs> pose yeah. of like, you didn't listen to anything. Like staring at the <laughs> railing. This is some nice wood. <laughs> Man, just leaning, just looking at something, just like, do 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 And uh, as you make yourself, uh, make your way up to the top of the deck, uh, you do also notice a... A weaselly little Mobius Come on, kind of just uh, <laughs> run past between your legs, almost as if he was somewhere else. <laughs> oh, jeez, did we leave you behind? Wendery just thinking about when she last saw Mobius as a weasel, just like, oh gosh, did we forget about him? Ah! <laughs> he was just catching she up. She has no idea. <laughs> he rolled real high on that stealth. She would have no idea. <laughs> the rest of us, so, uh... What happened? What do you want to talk yeah. about? I'm up at the crow's nest still. Reloy, <laughs> <laughs> you can come down. Your job up there oh, is, is you don't have to do that just yet. Jump, right. I'll catch you. As you're all left Here I go. to head out <laughs> back onto the sea. But before the adventure begins, another story plays out. Far to the south of Fallen Storm, a battle will brew, and a red moon will rise. We'll find out what happens to this side of the story next time. <laughs> that. And go Mirren goes into a coma. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Cotton locks herself in a dungeon on the ship. Mirad worked himself too hard. Cotton <laughs> has to put herself away, and Wenry will make sure that those locks are nice and tight. Don't worry. Maybe Mirad temporarily possesses the ship. And it's just like, oh, hey. <laughs> I'm captain now. <laughs> uh -huh. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the I captain, the captain now. now. <laughs> You and what attunement level attunements you have left. Uh, uh, I've got one more. I've got God one more. <laughs> oh yeah? Well I have two attunements left and this is my Wait. ship. Oh. If shit, he's unconscious, fair. does that mean the ship's that's just gonna fair. be floating? I'm sorry, right. what shenanigans we come up with. Shouldn't be fun if you turn around. Question for next week, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright, so uh, that being said, let's go ahead and uh, jump on to personal announcements tonight, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap on up. Uh, so, uh, to those of you who are interested, I have been streaming. Uh, I have been streaming again every week now. Uh, I got my brand new streaming schedules put up over onto all my social media. <gasps> Excuse me. Uh, if you guys are interested, checking out, uh, I'm back over onto Twitch again because every time I want out, they bring me back in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, I'm not sure what will be happening this week, but if you want to catch up on our schedule or on my schedule, then by all means, you can uh, check out what it is over onto Twitter or my Blue Sky. And yeah, 
also, uh, again, I will be releasing Firearms, uh, the Ertzi Heimel Firearms magazine, uh, relatively soon. I just have to finish the subclasses. You got uh, this, buddy. You got this. All four subclasses. And uh, it will be playtest material, so it, once we have it released, and it is welcome for everyone to uh, to use and play with, I would love some relatively great input for it, so that way I can balance it a little bit better, as I'm sure I'm kind of overshooting on some stuff on purpose, just to see. Uh, that's said, I don't really have any major video announcements for the RGN channel just about yet, mainly because I'm reaching the end of this year, and a lot of the stuff I want to plan is being written, and anything that is going to be released will be released for the brand new month, so, uh, or for the brand new year, uh, when we, uh, when things start coalescing and coming back together, so, that being said... Uh, I think that's all I got. So, go across the table like we usually do. Blue, hi now. Hi, it's Blue, or Blue Kazanate. I am playing your very complicated Chimera, who isn't doing so great, but she'll get there. She's chucking along. Um, I really don't have much else going on except for a bunch of things that I'm doing for you and finishing that big-ass commission that keeps staring me down. Um... As far as I know, I don't know if I'm doing anything else for D6, but we'll have to see. Um, other than that, I try to stream, but I don't have the ability to keep a schedule. So if you do want to see me streaming, you can follow my Twitch channel, and you could also follow my Twitter. And if you want, you can join my Discord channel, which is also linked on my Twitter, all in the like the little card pages. I don't use the uh, link tree anymore. Um, so other than that, I'm going to toss it over to Ray. Hello, I'm Ray. I'm playing Mirad, the captain that... Happens to just keep on making it through things, despite just being slightly <laughs> confused on, about magic. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can catch me on Blue Sky or Twitter. Um, I am not sure if I can get back into streaming due to my very busy schedule, working on a lot of NDA stuff, but... Um, Winter commissions and stuff like that should have officially started by this point. Um, I might have some stuff still left in queue if you want to check that out. Um, just hit all the bells and whistles um, to like keep an eye on that on either social medias, uh, Keyligraphy Inc. Or it's uh, Key Inc. Art. If you uh, follow that one, you can easily find the business one. Um, but other than that, yeah, I will give it to you. Hi, I'm B. Uh, playing Holly, the very confused young woman. Uh, <laughs> and as per usual, I don't do anything but this. So uh, you should go check out the D6 uh, Patreon. That would be fun. Do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Over there's, to all there's all sorts of cool stuff there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Next up is Connor. Hello, it's me, Connor. Nobody calls me Distortion Devil, but that you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube.com slash Distortion Devil. <laughs> also, Tumblr and Blue Sky at Distortion Devil. I stream Tuesdays, yeah. Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. 
Uh, also Thursdays now, I'm playing through God of War 2018 with my buddy Therapon Art. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I also released the Fulgermancer's Guide not long ago, or the Fulgermancer's Spellbook on DM's Guild not long ago. Uh, be sure to pick that up. Uh, I made a reference to the, it earlier in the episode. So there yeah. is a spell called Defibrillate, which does exactly what Winry was trying to do. Clear! Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when, uh, when this source book for Earthsy Hyvel finally comes together, we'll see what happens. Wahoo. Um, also, uh, in, in terms of voice acting, you can hear me as Adrian Bakunin in Ghost Runner 2. Hey! Nice. Very nice. Nice. Yeah, that happens during the break there. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. yeah. Alright, and last, but definitely not least, Kendra. Hey there, everybody. Uh, my name is Kendra. You know me as uh, Transient Day. Uh, I am playing Wenry, your dragon-touched halfling sorceress. Um, I don't do too much, except for I mostly just maintain the TikTok, so uh, hey, if you're on there and uh, you're chitter-chattering with the D6's channel, that would be me! So, uh, hey, feel free to engage at the TikTok uh, as much as you want. Um, I'll answer any questions you guys have if you post them on the uh, on the videos or hell, even uh, I believe DMs are open. So, hey, you can message us there. Um, yeah. So uh, as uh, Aaron gets the shorts ready, then uh, I'll be posting them up on TikTok. But I believe we'll be taking a little bit of a break until uh, I'm able to get those. So uh, until then, uh, we're just going to have to wait until we have this episode shorts. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll try and get them out and done as quickly as possible. Okay, quality over quantity. I'm sure oh, everybody's yeah. okay with waiting a little bit. <laughs> I am not bothered by it at all. All right. That being said, nothing else pressing. Nope, just no? the blood moon rising. <laughs> all right. Oh, There's that's... a blood moon on the rise. <laughs> uh, that being said, thank you all so much for joining us and hanging out with us. Uh, thank you for spending your time, and we hope to see you all again relatively soon. We love you. Stay safe out there, and as always, see you next Sunday. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of D6 Santide. Come back next week for our next episode to hear the adventure continue. Thank you all so very much. We love you, and as always, see you next Sunday. Bye!